2: I said, are you ready for Let's Talk Whoa Hockey? And now, here are our hosts, Beth
0: and Zach.
3: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a new episode of Let's Talk World Hockey. This is episode number 33, which is absolutely crazy to think about. I am your host, Beth. That is my dude, Zach. We are back after a week off because somebody is no longer living in a hotel. Uh, he is actually back in his house, which is super exciting. How are you doing, buddy?
4: i uh, doing good. You know, like I said, back in the house. Got back in there last Sunday. <laughs> Still looking at a whole bunch of boxes since we never got to actually unpack. And the first time we got into the house. But no, it's going to be back then. I mean, you know, got the TV set up, got the consoles ready to go, got some NHL 23, uh, got got NHL Legacy for the Xbox 360, so I get to go with some throwback 2015 hockey nice. so yeah so you know all the good stuff but now it's gonna be back uh now just trying to find time when to unpack since you know we all got day jobs so yeah. but yeah. how are you doing though
3: I'm doing good it's December and I had to mow my grass today so that's just Florida for you um
5: good right? outside of
3: that I had a great hockey week the ice been swept the Utah Grizzlies. Uh, won all three games in fairly decisive fashion five two four one four one. Um, so there you go. It was it was a good weekend for hockey. It's going to be a great episode because we have a little bit of surprise and we didn't tell nobody what was happening.
4: No, so, no, yeah, no, no teasers, no, no like no teasers, hey, just,
3: no nothing, just yeah. nothing. So
4: just just how how we like to do it. We just want to surprise true. everyone all the time. It's true. What's what's let's talk. What's what's this podcast going to do? I don't know. I, I guess you're gonna I have to find know. out. I
3: don't know. We keep you on your toes, which is why you're here. So without any further ado, we would like to welcome back to the podcast, the demigoddess of chaos, Miss <laughs> Courtney Dagger herself.
1: <laughs> are you ready for the chaos?
4: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're always ready for the chaos, though. And we yeah, are. so no, so no longer the commissioner of chaos, but now the demigoddess, Demi-Goddess. of chaos you got upgraded You got an upgrade. upgrade. Got an uh, upgrade.
6: What uh, sparked uh, the upgrade? What exact moment of chaos
3: sparked this? Honestly for me it was you messing with Spencer.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that that, <laughs> that was a good...
3: and then the things actually happening and he was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." And it's like, mm, "Okay, yep, yep. This is what's going to happen right now."
4: <laughs> well, it was also kind of like just right after like Marion his retirement night. So it's kind of like, you know, we got the demigoddess. We know dagger. And, and all the craziness that she somehow just invokes on hockey. So th- we, we got we gotta have the female version of Marion Hosa. So there we go. We got the demigoddess. You're there.
3: the lady version of Marion Hosa, Courtney. That that is a high honor right there, y'all.
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of I mean, we won't throw that out there lightly. I mean, it, it's well, you know,
6: no that is don't. a very high honor right there. It, it is I will it take is.
4: it. No, Cause, for cause sure. This is like this is like what your fourth time on the podcast now? Yeah,
3: something like that. Yeah,
4: because it was the-
3: her her then the full, S- carry, full from, the, from center experience. experience. Yeah. And then we, we, we gotta bring the dagger back because honestly, we, we didn't record last week because somebody had to like move and stuff. So again, we didn't record again. last week, but in the past seven days, an article came out, and that's the reason that you're here. And we're gonna talk about the article later because the three of us just feel so validated by this piece of content on the internet um but it's also perfect that you're here because there was a lot of chaos in the woho world this weekend as well oh fantastic and <laughs> it was also a three-day woho weekend there were games on friday saturday and sunday wow um, so there was a lot going on and it was a lot of excitement today was probably if not the best one of the best phf games i've ever watched with the Pride versus the Buttes. I mean, there were 12 goals goal scored in that game total between 12? both teams. 12. Oh
6: my gosh. They almost upstaged, uh, who was it, Seattle and LA? Yeah. With like thirteen
4: yeah. goals. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I still got that game even to happen like huh, fantasy hockey owners. Your goal is just absolute crap to bed for you. Have fun with those negatives. <laughs> like, but ooh, yeah, skaters. <laughs> your skaters
3: though. Your skaters made up for it, but good night. That game I, mean, was...
4: I'm, I mean, if you had Tage Thompson, you're looking pretty good though, too. In <laughs> general.
3: <I> think so. <laughs> Didn't I he have four uh, goals in the first uh, period the other day? He did. And so that was Tuesday, I believe. Monday, yeah. I set my lineups every Sunday. Like, at mm-hmm. Sunday, I wake up, I have breakfast, I set my lineups, and then I go about my week because I set them mm-hmm. for the week. ESPN did not save my lineups after I set them on Sunday. So, Monday, I had almost nine points on the bench. Oof. Tash Thompson came in on Tuesday and absolutely, positively, 100% made up for that. How many, oh, you have many... him in your lineup then. I had it oh, after I didn't find out that my lineups were not set until Monday after games had started.
6: Okay, so you
3: knew it for Tuesday. <laughs> so that day I went in and reset my lineups again. uh-huh oh, And like if it wasn't for ESPN being ESPN, I I would be like probably over a hundred points this week because I would have been at 97 points.
4: Wow. How, how, how many how many points did Titch Thompson get that game for you? 10 point nine.
3: Holy!
4: Phew. There you go. He
3: scored tight goals, so he had a hat trick, and and many other good things. And that one hundred percent made up for ESPN sucking at life.
6: Absolutely. Um,
3: oh man, I was
6: leading earlier this week.
3: Now I'm losing. That's not okay. Zach uh, doesn't wait. like to talk about it.
4: <laughs> oh, you mean where I'm? You mean where I'm consistently losing because my. I just oh I'm losing 91.1 to 64.1. God my yeah.
3: Zach, what happened? Zach has uh, had like three fire sales on
6: his team already, Courtney. Like I know I have Demko because of it. But I now have he's Tash Thompson
3: because of it. Oh no. Oh yeah. no. I traded him Ryan Pollock for Tash Thompson. The, Zach. Bad, the,
4: the bad part is Ryan Pollock's not even part of my team anymore.
3: He's not. Zach. But,
4: the guys are What actually... made
3: you think that was a good
6: trade?
5: It
3: was before Tate. It was like the first couple of weeks of the season, and Tage was doing nothing. And I was like, "Cool, I will absolutely accept this trade."
4: Yeah, but I mean, you know, I've, no. you know, I've, I, you know, I mean, I got Cole Caulfield, Matt Barzal, you know, Horvat, Pedersen, and Quinn Hughes from the Canucks.
3: Why would you take
6: three Canucks, Zach? What is happening?
4: <laughs> Those are the guys who actually scored all my points. That's the bad. thing.
3: The, the other band Never thing. put all of your eggs in one team's basket. I don't. Here's the other fun part. That's not the only trade Zach and I had this season. The other one was six or seven games into the year. Zach needed a mm-hmm. So I traded him Carter Hart. Who was doing well at the time. For Shane Gostespierre.
4: And two picks.
3: And two picks. And then what happened to Carter Hart after that?
4: Well, it's not Car it's more so the flyers just forgot how to play hockey. Yeah, so, but See when you were asking price, I was like, oh, what can I get? What can I get for Car Well, he's a hot tendy who's got the who's got the number one ranking in all of goalies, so the price isn't gonna be high. So the I basically price. Yeah. I just I got, sacked him. I, well, no, you didn't just sack him. You're like, it's either you either you pay this or you get nothing. And I'm like, fuck. Fine. <laughs>
1: the <laughs> only goal,
3: goal is he, he knew he knew that Georgie and Shesty were untouchable. Mm-hmm. I'm not trading either of them to you. That's not happening. Yeah. And Carter Hart was well, Carter Hart was my third goalie. <laughs> mm. Um and I made magic happen and I was like, the, the I will take this and this for him. And that wasn't even the highest asking price. Yikes. I'm not I'm not nice sometimes, wow. but you know. The, the, two fantasy hockey seasons in a row that I will continue to fleece Zach. Cause last year it was Jacob Truba for Brady Shea. Uh-huh. I got Jacob Truba.
2: Brady Shea was on a fucking heater, Brady too. Shea.
4: She was on the heater. Uh, Can the we fight- just...
6: We have to talk about the Washington Capitals for a moment. Like, uh. just for a moment. So, last season, in the goaltending department, they had Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, obviously, the Avalanche had Darcy Kemper, and then they went with Georgiev for this year. Well... Mm-hmm. The Caps just blew up their goaltending so they could get Darcy Kemper. So they just (laughs) let Samsonov go. They let Vanichek go. So now if you go to the goaltending stats in the league and sort by save percentage, Ilya Samsonov with the Toronto Maple Leafs is second in the NHL with a 933 save percentage and a record of 8-2-0. And then you have, let's see, going down here a little bit, Vitek Vanacek at 15th with a 9-16. And he is 12-2-1 with the Devils. And then you have Darcy Kemper at 17th. He also has a 9-16, but a record of 8-9-2 with the Caps. So, yeah, because
4: it's, it's the Caps can't score. They can't win games.
6: Yeah. Yeah. And then you have Alexander Georgiev at 6th with a 9.20 save percentage for the Avs, which is just kind of amazing in general, seeing as they are injured beyond belief. Oh, you know, yeah. has a record of 11, 5, and 2. So uh, the only team that made a bad decision here may have been the Washington Capitals.
4: Yeah, because <laughs> the fact that Samsono is absolutely carrying the Maple Leafs right now, and the fact that Van is also just leading the Devils. Like, it's insane mm-hmm. how... He, like you had a solid tandem. Yeah. Did nothing with it. Now they're the main guys. And it's like, okay, cool. Now we're just gonna just yep. basically yeah. Vesna the entire league. But yeah.
6: also, I feel like we need to mention Matt Murray going from Ottawa to Toronto and everybody in the off season being highly concerned about that, myself included. But <laughs> yeah, he played one game for the Leafs. Ended up on IR, and myself and everybody else was like, oh no, here we go. But he comes back, he's only played 10 games because he was injured, but he has a record of 7-1-2 with a 926 save percentage for the Leafs right now.
3: Also, I will say, he's Matt Murray's been reverse aging, because when he was in Ottawa, he looked like he was 97. Mm -hmm. And now Mm -hmm. he is returning to a more yes
6: and i just want to age appropriate look good for him i'm happy for him of course i'm happy he's doing well because he is on the leafs my second team behind the Hawks. but i'm just happy for the guy because he went through so much after Mm -hmm. winning i mean after winning those two cups his first two seasons with pittsburgh both of them won as a rookie by the way and then he goes and has a not so great little stretch there with Pittsburgh. After that goes to Ottawa, everything goes to hell. Then his dad dies and he has all these issues and everybody's down on Matt Murray saying he's done. Comes back with Toronto, gets injured after the first game. Yeah. And then just thinking this is how it's going to go. But now he's playing very well and I'm just happy for the guy. Yeah.
3: I mean, if anyone listens to this podcast, they know we might have a small thing for attendees Just a little. No, just a little. Just a little. A little. Just a little. And so to see him go from where he was, mm-hmm. and then obviously there was a pretty steep downward fall. I
4: I and, think and Pit- Pittsburgh did to... pretty dirty. Pittsburgh did pretty dirty. Though. I think that's kind oh, of yeah. what
3: for sure. But then to go to Ottawa and have all of the Ottawa things be Ottawa things mm-hmm. well, and then well, personal the... things in his life, yeah. like yeah. he went through so much there in Ottawa. Yeah. Well, and I mean the internet was also pretty rough on him too, especially after that press conference picture came out. Mm-hmm. And the the internet accusations were insane. Like as they typically are. As they let's typically be are, real. Right? But, yeah. but I mean the dude was going through it. Right. Like not just on the hockey side of thing, like on the personal life just side of things. Every
6: side of things he
3: was going yeah. through it. Yeah. And but I mean and I mean that takes a toll on the body. Like let's be honest.
6: Absolutely.
3: And but to see him come back And do what he's doing. It's amazing. And I mean, like, let's look at Chris Letang, who just had a stroke like two weeks ago and played hockey last night. Which I think is
6: wrong. But yeah, yeah, I don't agree with it. And I mean I mean you see everybody online like he knows his body more than anybody else. And fair but this is where we have to say that hockey players don't always make the smartest decisions. See, example, Calvin Dehan playing with a broken leg, Patrice Bergeron yeah. playing with a punctured lung.
3: Yeah, I mean. Like and there's Valerie so Natushkin having to be wheeled on a cart to the ice to play hockey because he wasn't being able his, to tie his own put, skates.
4: Like, yeah, I mean, the can just got back like last night. Yeah, like, yeah. That, that, so
6: like, yeah, the these hockey guys players are the best. bodies better than anybody else, and just because they're cleared to play doesn't mean they should.
4: Yeah. Yeah, so, especially with a stroke two weeks before, like because all it's in the second all, one, like yeah, you know, like all indications were saying he was done for the rest of the season. Like they were gonna mm-hmm, sit him for like either the rest mm-hmm. of the season or, or a good few months, and it's like now nah, he's back.
3: He
6: missed like, like, like he a already week? back back.
3: I think part of it. So from what I've read in his like in his interview, Mm -hmm. he did say like he caught it before like medically it would normally be caught because Mm -hmm. this is something he's had an issue with before. It's due to a congenital heart problem that he has. Mm -hmm. He was born so that he was born. I mean, obviously, you can't you you can't change that. Right. Um, So he was born with a congenital heart defect that causes his body to throw clots. Mm -hmm. and he didn't know about the clots until the first stroke right and he was out for quite some time after the first one but he caught this one really honestly before most people would have known Mm -hmm. that anything was wrong yeah and so he was able to get super early medical intervention because he was like something is wrong with me like something is not right i'm gonna call my doctor Mm-hmm. which honestly world if you're listening if something doesn't feel right in your body
6: please see a doctor please
3: go yeah. to the doctor I know like, it
6: I know it's hard it's expensive here in the states no matter yeah. what
5: yeah.
3: <clears throat> yeah but just do it just go like just you find don't know a way how much you could be saving yourself from and honestly doctors, are legally obligated to treat you regardless of your ability or inability to pay. Mm-hmm. And all of so, these places will
6: give you a payment plan. Like, they will yeah. work with you.
3: Yeah. Like, there, the internet will give you all the resources you need, especially if you don't have health insurance,
5: mm-hmm. to
3: get that bill cut down. Mm-hmm. Like, including... I, I saw something basically where... Because they charge you, like, $27 for a bar of soap. <laughs> and you can literally bring in, like... A thing from a store that's like this bar of soap cost you $2.92, right. and they have to move the price down to mm-hmm. the market value price because those are the prices they charge your insurance company, which is why insurance is so expensive. Because they can. This is a vicious cycle and it sucks. But this something is very state centric conversation
5: here. <laughs> very much oh, yeah. so. Well, I oh, mean, yeah. we
3: have a pretty heavy states listenership ship. Yeah. So, but if something feels wrong, go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Like, go to the doctor please because be- you
6: could be saved if it's a money thing you could be saving yourself thousands of dollars catching it hundreds early. of
3: thousands of dollars yeah like, millions even yeah
6: like when my mom was going through cancer treatment we saw like the official bill at the end of it it was over a million dollars that
3: they charged yeah. blue cross yeah jeez, yeah it's insane but like you could be saving yourself Up to millions of dollars, depending on what's wrong with you. Yeah. And a simple like regular visit to a doctor, Mm -hmm. which, oh, by the way, most cities have free clinics Mm -hmm. and traveling doctors and people who donate their services pro bono to people without insurance. So like, yes, do a little research, but you could be saving yourself so much money, so much time, so much pain, so much everything by just being like, you know, this doesn't feel like it should feel. Mm -hmm. Give it a day. Also, if it still doesn't feel right in a day, pick up the phone and find a doctor. You have you the knowledge of the have world in your
6: hands. A primary doctor that you see and is affordable with your insurance and whatnot.
3: Get a blood panel every year.
6: Yeah, I just did the first I did it for the first time this year because I realized I hadn't and that I probably should. And it's super easy. I went in for a yearly checkup. I was like, hey, can I get a blood panel run? And they were like, sure, I'll send you down to the lab. And then they did it. And I was in and out in like two minutes. Yeah. And then they give you the results a few days later.
3: Yeah. And I mean, most labs, depending on where you go, like I went and did a blood panel last year. Mm -hmm. after i had covid because i was having trouble sleeping Mm -hmm. and so they were like let's just run a full base of labs cool i am so excited like four hours later i got a text message on my phone from quest labs that said my lab results were available Mm -hmm. so i mean just take care of yourselves take care of yourselves take care of yourselves yourselves. okay so we should probably get off of our psa soapbox (laughs) um Yay! Uh, anyway, so we're gonna start with the PHF because yep. we love we love the people having fun. Um, again, there were three days of games this weekend. It was perfection. The first set of games we'll go over. We had the Whale with the visiting White Caps. They did split the weekend series. Abby Ives got her first ever PHF shutout on Friday when the Whale beat the Caps two to nothing. That's exciting, and then yesterday's game was insane it was a lot of back and forth the game was tied with like very few minutes left in the third period it was tied at three and then the white Caps scored and then the game was over so they split the weekend with the caps which is fine it was their first weekend at home they premiered the dark seas jerseys which
4: those are so, so
3: gorgeous whole, oh the,
4: the, the, the best ones in the league by far i'm sorry yeah. Like N- and those are so good though. So nice. Come
3: to find out, because I texted him when we had Elliot Gerard on the podcast the first time. Um, he was talking about, you know, different jersey designs and this, that, and the other. That was one of the jerseys he was talking about.
4: Mean the I texted right? him,
3: I was like, Is the Dark Seas jersey the jersey that you were talking about that you couldn't say anything more about when you were on the podcast? And he was like, Yep. And I was like, Oh my god, I love them so much, you were so right. <laughs> well, it's <was laughs> funny because it,
4: well, it was funny because the fact that you like you messaged me after we did the recording. I'm out. I'm like in the middle of editing. He's like, "You're like, I need you to edit two things out." I'm like, "You've got to be kidding me!" So I had scroll I got a text back. message you're like, like
3: <laughs> I, "We need to take this part and this part out." And he took out like some of the description of the jersey, but he let us leave in that like there was a jersey. And uh, but it was just it was so funny because as soon as I saw them, I was like.
4: Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute.
3: And he was like, yep, those are absolutely the jerseys I was talking about. So they are sick. Like they're clean. They are beautiful. The color combination is fantastic. Yeah. Just also gorgeous. In all of the happiness in the world, Pucky has returned to professional hockey. And he was at the whale games this weekend. We have Pucky back.
4: You love this he scene. lives
3: he lives i am all for this season of the phf being like everybody gets a mascot finally and yeah exactly right. when uh, the pride and the six announced that like they had mascots Zach, i messaged Jack. i was like pucky better be coming back <laughs> <laughs> and Called he was it. like it was like i hope so and i was like no uh, no hope pucky better be coming back and it wasn't like it, it wasn't hammy 2.0 kind of pucky it was og pucky yeah like yeah. <laughs> the pucky the one and only
4: you you had to bring up hammy 2.0 you had i mean up- i can
3: see hammy in hammy 1.0 in her background so, mean, is boy, down it, there.
4: i mean there is there is a sick poster though it, uh, poster.
5: it
3: was made by a local artist here in Rockford. oh
4: i love well, there it there you go mm-hmm. So, I did, but I mean, I did, how about but how about the 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 player of the game celebrations for the whale? <laughs> it's it's they a they have little a little
3: one. sailor hat with an anchor on it.
4: Oh my god! <laughs> the, the, was it the sailor of the game or something like that? Yeah, that the is. Sailor, it was Abby Ives because she got the shutout.
3: Yeah, that's her first fantastic. her first professional shutout. Um, it was nice to see these last couple of weeks the whale scoring goals because that did not happen the first week that they played in the VHF oh, you, uh, with oh, you their mean, singular cause... game. Um,
4: <laughs> Bob and the standings of one game. <laughs> yeah,
3: Kennedy have another season. Marchman is on fire again. Um, her name continuously pops up for goal updates, and you, you hear her on the broadcast, and it's just it's amazing. There's often a sophomore slump in hockey. Let's be honest. We've all seen it. Um, have a great first season, and the second one is like,
5: Ooh. About that, can you
3: can you find the net like Dominic Kubalik? Oh, Kubi second season was proof.
4: <laughs> um, yeah but you have now Kubi with the right Wings.
3: We don't talk about it, Zach. We don't, talk, on. About it. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Just like we don't talk about Brain
4: Inside. Um, anyway, oh oof. who?
3: What guy? Whoa. What? Huh? Um. So anyway, It doesn't but, exist to me anymore.
4: What? No. What about Panarin?
3: <laughs> He's a Ranger. He's fine.
4: He's fine. Yeah, it's just He's... it's just the other teams not so much.
3: Yeah, no, we don't talk about the teams. Uh, no,
4: no. Um,
3: so it was it's nice to see the whale on the scoreboard. They did score five goals this weekend. Several of them were from Kennedy Marchment. Um, so they are still in is the bottom of the standings. Is she related
6: to Mason Marchment?
3: She is. their cousins. Oh, that's cute. Okay. Um, so, but it, it was good to see them out doing the thing and and doing well again. They have. Several games, that they, they actually have several games in hand from the top four in the standings, but they're no longer in the basement of the standings. They are in fifth place in the league uh, with two wins, two losses, and one OT loss. Uh, below them, we've got the force with three wins and three losses. And at the very bottom, we have the Buffalo Buttes, who are one, two, and one prior to this weekend. Um, or actually, no, that includes this weekend. Because they also got delayed because we were playing the Buttes that weekend. The the snowstorm in Buffalo delayed those games. Until I mean, they down. got like six feet of snow.
4: <laughs> yeah. I snow. if you need a snowmobile to drive around.
6: You gotta, you How you do you got... even dig yourself out of that at that point? Because it's like above your door.
4: I don't even know. Uh, like, if, that... well, if you if you have a two story house, go through, the, go through the top window and just jump off the roof. Just fair
3: cannon cannonball off the top window into the seven feet of snow. But then, how do you and... get out? Hope just... and prayer. Trudge.
4: Where's <laughs> <laughs> I... snow? Sho- Where's snowshoes? Put, put your
3: tennis sho- your tennis racket snowshoes on when you jump out of the window.
4: Or, or you could be like the guy, or you could be like the guy I saw on TikTok who uses a flamethrower to just clear off his entire driveway. I mean,
3: that feels really dangerous if you're trying to get out of your house. Yeah, because well, well one we obviously, wrong don't do that angle on a flamethrower when you're indoors well, trying well, to get outdoors.
4: Well, no, that's why you do it when you're already outside, so that doesn't happen. But
3: we were talking about how to get, mm-hmm. get out. Well,
4: well, how do you get out of the snow though? Once you jump in it, flame th- <laughs> Well,
6: then you have to jump into it with a flamethrower. that feels yeah, extra yeah. dangerous. The like, logistics here, I don't really know. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. It, it sounds no. a,
4: yeah, it sounds too dangerous. Yeah, I right.
6: think I would just like, stay in my house and wait until yeah. like the city figured
3: out how to clear it. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. Like, that, that definitely sounds, sounds like a a stay inside, make warm, toasty foods. Mm-hmm. and just kind watch of hockey, wait for the w- snow to melt a little bit. And just watch um, hockey all
4: day, because why and not? And hope yeah. you
3: don't have
6: dish, because if you got dish, that thing's covered in snow, you, and you're not watching yeah, it. Yeah, you're done.
3: <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> you, you might want to pull out your phone and stream instead, because, mm-hmm. oof, you've got satellite, you ain't watching much of anything. So, but yeah, so Friday night hockey is always exciting for me, especially in the PHF, because it's it's not super late in the day, um, it's not like a 10 o'clock start, it I believe the game started at seven.
5: That's
3: not bad, that so old. yeah, I was at an Iceman game and I had my earbud in and I nice. was listening and like I had my phone with the broadcast up and it was just in my lap, so I was listening to the whale game while watching the Iceman game. Um, and then like something would happen and I'd be like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's
6: like hockeyception right there. <laughs>
3: it, it, I, it's there have been times where. All three of my teams have been playing the Hawks, the Iceman, and the Whale. Uh-huh. And I will be watching the Whale game. And I will have the text updates all turned on for every single thing for the Hawks game.
5: Uh-huh.
3: And I'm watching the Iceman game. And yep. it's just Hey it's Beth, lot.
4: I think you need to get into hockey somewhere. I don't think you have enough hockey in your life. I...
3: <laughs> Probably. I mean, there's always more hockey. Let's be honest. I know I the mean... feel
6: when the Ice Icehogs, Blackhawks, and Leafs all play at the exact same time.
3: Yeah. See, i do love an early weekend phf game because like i was able to watch the whale game on saturday before i went to the iceman game on saturday we stand some afternoon hockey here
5: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah
3: i like uh, an all-day hockey fest is honestly mm. the most perfect day like mm-hmm. just Absolutely. all day when games watch.
6: start at noon and you just have to park yourself yes. in front of the tv
4: yeah and then it, then it's like midnight you're like wait it's already midnight
3: and i've watch been hockey watching
4: you know?
5: hockey
3: all day
6: <laughs>
4: oh no what?
3: no complaints about that at all
6: it's yeah. even better when your team is not a part of it because then you're not emotionally invested you can just watch yes. some great hockey and enjoy it just yeah, I, just make
4: sure you get some food delivered you know get some pizza yep. or some good stuff and just why not you know
3: how it, On Instagram, it pops up like, you should make a reel from this. Uh And it like shows all your stories. One of them popped up from the past um, Stanley Cup playoffs where it was a game seven OT. And I shared it on my Instagram story and said, game seven OTs hit different when you're not emotionally invested in either team.
4: (laughs) Exactly.
3: Because when it's the Hawks and it's game seven OT, my heart is going like 472 beats per minute. And I like am sitting on the floor in the fetal position, especially when they should have won in regulation. Oh. but then it was called off
6: for no actual reason.
4: Mm. Had, had but to they that, got to had...
6: beat Detroit twice.
3: That's so fine. It's true. Yeah, but like yeah. those games are also like a cardiovascular workout. Mm-hmm. Because
4: how good is your heart? We'll see if we'll see if it withstands the Blackhawks treatment. See, I always
3: think that like this
6: is great when it's not my team, but then somehow during the course of the game, I become like emotionally invested in one of them that I want to mm -hmm. win. I'm like, well, (laughs) now I'm just in the same exact situation.
3: What the self? I I will get emotionally (laughs) like I will get partially emotionally attached. Like I mean, obviously. We did not see the Blackhawks in the playoffs last year and the three of us all chose teams to root for. Mm. Courtney and I were the correct ones. We 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 decided to cheer for the correct teams. Mm, the the, the team... Rangers though. Woof. Uh, so Oof. good.
6: Oh. So good. Zach's like, I'm I, gonna leave.
4: I'm gonna leave right I, I, now. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't want to talk about the Rangers in the playoffs last year. I don't. No. No. Um, what what happened? <laughs> Well, i don't know that? Really, that, that's a good question i don't, I don't remember I, I had a hockey amnesia for the last like two rounds of the playoffs i don't remember <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, t- I took an extended break <laughs> yeah i but do like... wish
6: they would have beat tampa but i guess the eventual cup winners dethroning tampa is fine was
4: i beautiful. mean yeah but th- that would have been really interesting though to see like you know with courtney's two picks against each other in the final that would have been Courtney I would have, would have I would, like
3: combusted.
4: Okay, I we don't I,
3: need that. I would.
4: I would have loved the YouTube videos of that series. <laughs> just like I would have been very hire...
3: conflicted. She would <laughs> have been very conflicted. Like her chaos would have just combusted, and then I
6: think like... I still would have gone abs because of Kadri, But
3: yeah, mm. yeah.
4: I oh, but... mean, you mean like Jesse Comfort's brother JT was in the in the, in the Cup final.
3: Yes. We stand Jesse exactly, but. Yeah. Like, I'm not as emotionally invested. Like, I was not as emotionally invested in the abs Mm -hmm. as I was for any of the Blackhawks Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, it never reaches that level. It never reaches that level. So, like, my heart rate increased slightly for overtime mm-hmm. but it wasn't like <gasps> oh <gasps> like <laughs> the, uh, well
4: if you want some if you want some heart rates how about the blackhawks 15 series against the ducks and you're just like hmm, this is gonna be fun i would love just to see this and then it's
6: <laughs> oh you mean yeah. the one where jonathan taves killed frederick anderson yeah
4: yeah 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 Hmm. yeah and then uh oh then who then whoever we got from arizona i forget his name i always escapes me like he like scores has to jump over. yeah scores had a, has to jump over the ducks player who's lying on the ice after scoring the game one and you're just like uh, okay
6: i love vermi that was such a good acquisition
4: uh, I, I, still, I still i still i still laugh at the andrew shaw like headbutt Shintheads. Goal. Shintheads. Yeah, the headbutt the head the head should goal. have
3: been a goal it should have been a goal. Yeah. There was nothing in the rules that said that was not allowed. Yeah. Didn't Marcus Kruger eventually scored
6: the game winner in that game, like in yeah, triple overtime. So, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think so, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want
4: to talk? Yeah. You want to talk about overtime, <laughs> triple OT? Check. But check the those pulse Blackhawks
6: rates. championship
3: teams and
4: their
6: yeah.
3: freaking overtimes.
4: Uh, oh, I remember. So I think it
3: was the 2015 season, like game one of the playoffs went to OT and I was like, well, this is setting the tone <laughs> for the rest fell. of this.
4: Yeah, it really it really did. Yeah, no. And it- surely
3: enough, it set the tone for how the rest of the playoffs were going because there was so much overtime and I had to be at work. I worked at the gym on base during that run. Mm-hmm. I had to be at work at four in the morning.
4: Ooh.
5: Yeah. I was
3: during the first round, I was going through
6: finals in my last year of college. <laughs>
4: uh I, I just started I just started my first semester of graduate school in 2015. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was yeah, to, that was great. <laughs>
3: I had to be at work at four a.m. Oh, oh so gosh. I, I wore, there I wore... were <laughs> several triple OT games when they were on the West Coast. That yeah. I just didn't go to bed. I mean, that yeah. one of That's... those Nashville games ended at like 2 a.m. Central time. Yeah. yeah, I did not go to bed that night. And I just yeah. went to, j- to work and, wor- and worked eight hours and oh. then came home and stayed up and then just went to bed at a normal.
4: Oh, my if I gosh. If
3: I would have gone to bed when I got home, it was like two in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So I would have been up at like nine. Yeah, that's kind of
6: like the 2014 uh, Winter Olympics, though, because I I would stay up all night to watch the hockey, and then I would go to class the next day, and I would be, like, dead, just laying on the table, like, I can't. All my professors were like, late night hockey? It's like, Yes! (laughs)
4: <laughs> See, at least at least they get it it's like okay well you know, she was
3: in chicago so i, I was i was and that was well, like was, during yes. the golden
4: years so. yes yeah, yeah, so, i mean it, it makes sense yeah i, I don't want to talk about 2014 though if we're talking about chicago nope, no, nope nope moving
6: on that was before so... all that had happened
3: anyway yeah Moving what? on. We yeah, i not I'm like, going to dive down that rabbit hole cuz then we will all just be extra angry and you really don't want that.
4: There's there's a lot of angry moments. Like there's a there lot. Are. Especially like Arizona and Marion Host. So nope, no, 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 no. No, <laughs>
5: no.
3: Stop it. That so, might be worse than 14. We're moving on. Yes, oh, we're moving yeah. on. So, uh, the next series we'll talk about for the PHF, we had the Riveters visiting the Toronto 6. They also split the weekend. So the Rivs won on Saturday three to two. That was a really fun game. I kind of followed along with that. I was watching the whale game. So I was not also watching the Rivs in the six, Um, but it was a good paced game. There weren't a lot of penalties. The Rivs have been trying to be a little more disciplined this season, which is nice to see because normally they just fill up the stat sheet with, with pins and not necessarily goals. Um, but also, the ribs made a move, and Zach and I were like, this is the best thing
4: ever. Oh, my God. The ribs have a
3: new goalie. They oh. signed Katie Burt on Friday to a yeah. one-year contract.
4: Yeah, like probably like, the most shut-down goalie last year. I think it was like, what, a one four, one goals against and a save percentage, like 940-something. Wow. Yeah, like 940-something. Wow. Oh, She was – she was like out last year. The, 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 and... the only reason why the pride, even though they were fourth seed and still won it last year, mm-hmm. because she literally stood on, on her head the entire playoffs because she was a brick wall. That's like yeah. she, also, she she uses her she uses her stick as a chair.
5: You just stole that
4: <laughs> yes. She uses her I goalie
3: stick as goalie. a chair. I have I have pictures of it um from the, the PHF playoffs because I was like I'm pretty every sure t- every Briss-Golum TV time used to do that. I think I think
4: Brizzy did yeah. too. But
3: my, my my birthday twin.
4: Um, it was part, the best part was was because the fact that K Bert actually like
3: Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforumc.org.
4: You, Posted your story on her story, too.
3: Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yes. So the
6: goalies but are the, just special. I love oh, they, they are.
4: Right. You gotta love the goalies, But yeah, the, but signing her, though, to the ribs is like, all right, well, here you go. The ribs are going all in. They're, gonna get, they're getting one of what the best bullies. What signing. Goals.
3: Yeah. Like, My and thing is also, heart. she wears 88. PK.
6: Yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah. Well, here's Years. my thing though. Like, how does she not get on an opening night roster? Like, that's, that's what not... I was
6: wondering. You're like, saying they don't... just signed her. Yeah,
4: so, like, one of the best goalies, and it's like, nah. I don't know.
3: But honestly, obviously, the pride made a good choice in Corinne Schroeder because she just set the <laughs> PHF record for shutouts in a season with four, and we're like four weeks into the season.
4: Um oh I mean, I I, I, made the, I I made the prediction of her going five straight games with a shutout. She almost did. She it. went she three. Got three. Wait, so the
5: oh.
3: Ribs have her too? No, the no, Ribs. do not. She's on the Pride. Oh, 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 on the Pride. Oh. So the Pride okay. did not have Katie Burt, but also. Right, so they didn't. It was her. They. Yeah. Okay. I'm. Yeah. It's I'm a there. little mind crazy watching the Ribs right now because Katie Burt does not have a Ribs goalie mask. It's still her Pride goalie mask. Yeah. So she's got like red, white, and blue pads, mm-hmm. but. Is wearing her Boston Pride bucket.
4: I mean, they are, it was they just are like expensive. They take forever to get to. They, they take expensive. forever to get done,
3: but honestly, it's worth the wait because they're always perfection. Oh, for sure. Um, it's
4: it,
6: funny it, when like goalies are traded mid-season. And they have that. <laughs> well, oh, like, you well, mean like, like
3: Flower having to like put mm-hmm. gold on his Blackhawks mm-hmm. fancy helmet because he never stopped wearing his Native American heritage month helmet after I mean,
4: it is pretty nice oh it's funny because i was watching the checkers game last night i'm playing the phantoms and uh jf Barube was playing in net for the checkers he still well, has ice it. hug he's still he was wearing a columbus blue jackets mask <laughs> in that game <laughs> and the checkers are the affiliate of the panthers it's like uh
5: uh-huh.
4: nice yeah. of course it's funny how it's goalies to wear different helmets yeah. you're like this, this well, you know, something, something doesn't add. Something doesn't belong. Here.
3: So, I having talked to several goalies about helmets, mm-hmm. like they're very particular about the fit of a helmet, and if they mm-hmm. can't get the helmet redone in time to have it to play, then they just don't get it redone. So, yeah. if if like I mean, most goalies in the off season don't really take an off season; they still go out and goalie, mm-hmm. and so there's not enough time. To get the mask sent off and repainted and come back, I mean, and not have to break in a whole new helmet. To if do there's
6: it. any player you want to be happy with their equipment, it's the goaltender, especially oh, for sure, especially their mask. Because if it doesn't fit exactly how they want it to, like that's always on their face and head, and that would be so distracting during a game. Yeah. yeah.
4: Well,
3: oh, yeah. and I I saw a thing I've never seen this before. This weekend, I saw a goaltender who was also wearing a mouth guard.
4: Yeah, that
3: was the same look I made. Huh. Hmm. So I, I believe his first name is Luce, Lu, Lucas, Lucas Perik from the Utah Grizzlies, hmm. wears a mouth guard under his goalie hel- helmet. So every time he went to take a drink of water, he would pull the mask up, spit his mouth guard into his glove, drink water, put his mouth guard back in his mouth, and then put his mask back down. He can't drink water with the mouth guard? I guess not.
4: Oh, I, I, guess, are, I guess I mean
3: goalies are weird. Come on now,
6: goalies. I mean,
4: goalies. The, it makes it's like yeah, no, that makes sense. It's just that it's tricks. universal. Goalies is like yeah.
3: He was also yeah. like maybe ninety five percent water fountain because he would take like a small sip of water and then spit the rest of it out in beautiful fashion. Okay, Braden Holtby. <laughs> <laughs> so back to scores because we've got gloating to do. Uh, you yes, have yes. to remember we have gloating to do. So. Uh, the Rivs and the Six also split the weekend series. Today, the six won, five to two. The Rivs just didn't wake up like they looked slow today. Very, very slow. So it was it was a rough game to watch. I, that, that's what I was watching before we started recording. Um, and then we have the Boston Pride who are just on a tear this season.
4: Oh um, shot versus the Boston Pride. Aren't who, they
3: usually? <laughs> no, actually they're not. No? Usually they are like last season, they were in the basement huh. and won the Izzy.
4: So I mean well they are they the still find a band. way. Well, they're yeah. the back to back champs for a reason. So it's it yeah. sounds like they're not really ever on a tear, but it's still the Boston Pride. So it's yeah. like you can Last year really... they couldn't
3: stay out of the box. Mm-hmm. And because wow. they couldn't stay on the backs, lots of people scored, lots of goals on them. That's fair. Um, but they were in Buffalo. I feel bad for Buffalo because yesterday was teddy bear toss night.
5: <sighs>
3: and they had to wait till after the game to throw their teddy bears because the pride beat them three to nothing. And, How
6: anticlimactic.
3: <laughs> right? Like, that is always my biggest fear on teddy bear toss night. Like, what if we get shut out? Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah, to that... the throw these bears. And then I'm stuck with them for the entire game.
4: Yeah, which uh, that's and that's a yeah. It's a crazy part though. Is like you look at the Buttes roster, like we thought, oh, okay, well, they got you know Grant Maness, they got all these other great players, like they're pretty much getting everybody. And they have just... the
3: goaltender from the reigning NCAA women's hockey champions, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Like yeah. they have Cassidy Suave,
4: and she, yeah. she
3: got pulled today with 15 minutes left in the third period. Oof. Because she'd let five go behind. her. Well, I mean, she didn't let. Obviously, it's a team game. Here five.
5: we go. Put <laughs> on. De- let me just. Her, whoop. <laughs> let me
4: just her, give you a goal. Her yeah. her, her defense but... basically just it just disappeared and it pulled yeah. a Goldberg. Just threw her gloves down here. Just take the net. <laughs> just,
3: just take it. Just take it. But and then I mean today there were twelve goals scored in the Pride Buttes game today. At the end of the second period, it was 5-2 Pride. Then Buffalo was like, watch this. And they tied the game at five. And then the the Pride got one in. They pulled the tendy to try and even it out. And that just didn't happen. Empty net goal. But the Pride first line combined for 15 points today jillian dempsey had a hat trick Jeez. lauren gable had two goals jaguar had one goal dempsey had six points gable had five and jaguar had four
5: i like points. it's like a points.
3: it's like a step down
5: <laughs> yeah that, it, it's
4: funny. just like talk about a line that's cooking with gas my goodness like <laughs> i mean here, here's the crazy part though too is the fact that the pride outside of those three on their first line Still have Thunstrom on the roster, too, which makes it even more insane.
3: Ali scored yesterday. Hell yeah. But then they've got Corinne Schroeder in net, who has four shutouts this season. Four Mm. shutouts this season.
4: Like... Mm. Boston's. We we thought all these other teams might be a problem. It seems like Boston's gonna be the problem this year for the fact. Boston
3: <laughs> is the problem right now. Like, I mean, uh, if hi, you watch, it's
4: me. I'm the problem. If you watch
3: IIHF slash Olympic <laughs> oh hockey, you know how good Lauren Gable is at hockey. Like, you uh, know, yeah. You know how good she is at hockey. So when the Pride signed her, everybody was like, Fram.
4: "This is gonna. This is gonna be an issue." <laughs> and and, and yeah. then you then you get the Ali Thunstrom news, and you're like, okay. Now this really oh. is a problem.
3: Oh, okay. This is a problem. So <laughs> this,
4: this is not good.
3: <laughs> no, I mean it was an insane game. It, it, like the beats were down five to two, and I was like, crap. And then I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh.
4: Oh. Hold up. Hold oh. up.
3: I messaged both of you. I was like, it's five four pride <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, it's tied at five right now. Like. It was an insane third period. They tried like, to pull at Dallas against the Blackhawks. They did. They tried. They tried.
4: That, that, was, that was a fucking game so to talk close. about on the podcast. That was, that was great. That was oh,
3: great. That was, so, but it was a great right. PHF weekend. The stats are not updated, so we're not even going to go there. Um, <laughs> but, well, they don't update them until tomorrow. So, it's
1: hard oh, to, to so,
4: gauge everything. Well, actually, there's, um, one more thing we, there's one more thing we got to talk about the PHF, though, too. Um there's a fantasy league now, Beth. Because there's fantasy page of hockey. Yeah, Where because because. The...
6: Uh, I I haven't clicked the link. I feel like I don't know enough to
3: effectively <laughs> all... be a part of it. It's,
4: it's all right. It's it's for it's funsies. The
3: people having fun fantasy hockey league. So come have fun. Fine.
4: Send me the link <laughs> um... again
3: afterward because it's been ADHD'd in my brain. It's okay. <laughs> I understand. I will send the link out again and also. If we're probably gonna toss the link out on the Twitter because we would love to play PHF fantasy hockey with you guys. Um so she, we will yeah,
4: she plays though just fantastic. Like it's like, hey, we got fantasy hockey now. It's like, yeah, what?
3: Look, there has been a lot of hockey things that happened this week. That one just, again, oh, no, you know, no, right no. ADHD did. No No, no, so... oh, no. I'm agreeing
4: with you. No, It's, it's just crazy because you're like, wait, there's Fantasy Hockey League for the – because we talked about it. It's like, it would be great <laughs> if we actually able to do this. And it's like, oh, by the way.
3: Okay, look. She this plays is was how... like, here's a whole app just for Fantasy Hockey. You're welcome. Yeah, this is Fantastic. how good the
6: PHF is getting at, like, including their fans and, like, bringing them mm-hmm. in and getting them interested because I am still – waiting for ahl fantasy hockey uh,
4: <laughs> trust me trust me me and me and all the writers at uh, field pass hockey have talked about this because we would love to be able to play ahl fantasy because that would be fun to do that would be great
6: i mean it well, would be very hard because of players getting called up and down to the but nhl see, but, but that's the, but just that, the
5: risk you take
4: that, yeah. that just adds to the amazing chaos of what fantasy hockey like, for the NHL would be because it's like, huh, do I keep these mm-hmm. guys because they might get called up? And then like, what happens if they do? Oh, drop, drop. Them you would need like,
6: trains. not just a, I need a slot. reserve. You'd need like a, reserve.
3: a called up slot. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> they got yeah. called
3: up. Got to move them down. Like the way they do it in the coast is they have like a reserve section because we get guys that come down. Mm-hmm. So you can have X number of people on an ECHL roster But AHL players don't count against your ECHL roster, Mm -hmm. so they have an entire reserves section for non-injured people who can't play because of players that were sent down.
4: We need to we we need to add a reserve slot. Yeah, (laughs) like AHL fantasy hockey
3: would have like five reserve spots, and then like. However, many IR spots you want to do.
6: I just want it so badly. So good on the beat for giving the fans what they want.
4: Yes. I mean,
3: fantasy hockey. I'm so excited. Like, so
4: excited. Uh, the team names so far are absolutely fantastic for our league, though. It's true. Yeah. I mean, because you got the, what, Whaley Awesome for you, Beth? The Whaley Awesomeness. And then Tough Mustard's Mullet, which, by the way, we got confirmation from uh, Tough Mustard herself, CJ, that she's, She loved it. Yeah. Carly Jackson loves it, so we're here for it. Yes. So the, the, the mullet is just great. I mean, just a...
6: she's just a butte in general. And exactly. honestly, well,
4: she was a butte. Now
5: she's a well yes. But her
3: mask this season is also phenomenal because when you look at it, it just looks like a plain white bucket. Mm-hmm. But if you look around the the face hole,
6: mm-hmm.
3: it is rainbow. Oh, that's yeah.
6: fun
3: yeah so it is like it's super slick like a
6: picture that
3: you I, I sent you the picture your brain definitely ADHD did you it. wow it did. um nope. your brain's <laughs> like
4: nah she, she, she is, one of her, she, is one, she is one of our yeah. favorite players slash tendies in the league so yeah. i mean
3: so but it's it's got like rainbow just around the opening behind the cage and it is so clean and also so amazing because when you, like, when you just glance at it, it's like, oh, it's a white helmet, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, wait a minute. Hold on. I see color. What do I see here? <laughs> uh, so it is super awesome. And then before we talk about the very interestingness that is the Blackhawks, we want to give a shout out to the sponsors of our show. Of course, we've got our friends at In the Clutch Apparel. If you head over to in the clutch.com, you can shop all of their officially licensed merchandise. You hop will hockey in the discounts at checkout. You can get 10% off of your order. Courtney's like, Merchandise?
4: <laughs> I, mean, they do, I mean, they do have, they do have vintage hockey t shirts. You got the old like, Chicago the, Cougars, the Cincinnati Mighty Ducks. So, yeah. I mean, wow. Well, the Cincinnati yeah. Sting. So,
3: yeah. Mm hmm. And then, of course, we have our friends at Level Up Snacks, where you still shop at shockedhydrate.com. They have amazing no-crash-energy drinks. Go shop to your heart's content. Pop hockey in at checkout to get also 10% off of your order. And, of course, we have our favorite people at Canadips. So Canadips are little CBD pouches. You don't need a spitter. It's just CBD. You can swallow it. You don't have to worry about carrying around a nasty cup and getting yelled at for putting it on the table. You just get a little pouch, you pop it in your cheek, and then when you're done, you throw it away. Or if you don't have a trash can, you just pop it into the top of your Candidates container so that you can throw it away later because we don't litter. So if you head over to candidates.com belly up, you're going to get 20% off your order and the flavors are awesome. And it's good CBD. I mean, I'm sure all three of us here can attest that CBD is literally good for everything.
4: Yeah. If it's a much. if
3: it's a life problem, CBD will help with it. So.
4: <laughs> essentially, 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 yes.
3: Essentially, so guys, so the Blackhawks are bad.
4: I mean, it was kind of be expected. We, it's, I mean.
3: But like, they're not playing bad. I mean, it's I mean... confusing.
4: Well, I mean so, when you have when you have an amazing attendee like Arvard Soderblum in net, I mean My boy. I mean when 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 he carries the team, you might have a, a decent chance of maybe winning some games.
6: He's so. playing so well, and I am so proud of him. But, but. I <laughs> missed him in Rockford a lot. Yeah. And I really <laughs> wish that the Blackhawks would get him some wins here
3: and there, but I mean all I mean, the food. seventeen fifteen or seven fifteen and four is Rough, I mean, they look, are, because they're not playing badly. They are last in the division. They're just not good. They are like,
6: behind the Arizona Coyotes. I
4: they mean, have a Connor worse Bedard
6: goal Dard. differential than the Arizona.
4: Coyotes.
3: Con- not Connor the last Bedard. in the league.
4: Connor Well, actually, Connor Bedard might be going either Columbus or whoever else the other uh, Anaheim or the, the. Can you imagine Could Connor you Bedard amb- was Zegers?
6: Look, if she can't come to Chicago, I would be here for it because yes, that would be be,
4: that would be a disgusting line with having like those two combined and McTavish McTavish is somewhere in the in the mix of that. It's like okay, sure, no problem.
3: It's so funny because right now there are so many dude bros on the internet who are trying to explain the NHL draft lottery to Blackhawks fans. Like we are not experienced in this.
4: Uh, Um, Jonathan, we all know. By the way.
3: (laughs) We all know that there is only an 18.5% chance that we acquire the number one draft pick if we finish in the basement of the league. Okay, but we all know want that. the best chance. But we want the best chance. And honestly, the beginning of the season, we were all kind of like, crap, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Um, hold on. Wait. And then we were like, oh, oh okay. Okay. Th- this is what we were expecting. But I was expecting worse
5: hockey
4: mm-hmm. i like, mean we have seen some worse hockey though i mean the dallas game was pretty bad we've had a couple there have blowouts been
3: a couple bad games but they look
6: over like they have life though like they're skating
4: yes. okay like think, last uh, season it's, they the, it's looked the david dead. It. yeah well i think it's the davidson effect i think just because the fact of not and the richardson. richardson richardson yes well him too yeah richard yeah both, richard, <laughs> yeah, both. I it's think the sun them, effect <laughs> yeah oh, cause it's because luke richardson does such a good job of like getting these guys to like play for him and play for the team like he even knows it because like the first episode of the new series that they were doing i mean it's nice to see that there he understands that okay we're not gonna win every game but we're gonna at least try mm-hmm. at least it's better than we saw last year where it was like oh we're playing hockey cool we'll just go through the motions and see what happens at least this year it's kind of like
3: Did you know, if you pay your nanny or sitter more than $2,400 a year or $100 a week, you owe taxes? When Care.com HomePay does your nanny taxes and payroll, we make sure to find all the tax benefits you qualify for, up to
1: $2,500 a year. From tax filing to payroll, Care.com HomePay has it all covered. When you sign up for Care.com HomePay, we handle your nanny payroll,
3: W-2s, everything you need. Get your first month free at HomePay.com with the code FREEMONTH2022. Okay. I can actually yeah.
4: watch hockey and actually feel somewhat okay in the fact that, all right, we might lose, but at least they yeah. gave a damn. The so games are
3: at least
6: somewhat entertaining. Last year exactly. was just boring because there was, there was no identity. The team no. wasn't playing as a team. It was just a bunch of like individuals out there skating. Just a lot of guys. dudes
3: out there yeah. doing hockey stuff.
6: Yeah. Now they're playing as a team and they're playing
3: yeah. hard. And he, well, and honestly, I was expecting this season to look like last season when mm-hmm. it came to the product on the ice, mm-hmm. because we all know this team is not built to win, right? It is uh, not built for winning things. we won seven games, which is some sort of miracle. We're already doing better than I thought we were going to do by winning seven games this season. But I was expecting to be upset because it was going to be bad hockey.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: And it hasn't really been bad hockey. Like they're not winning because they're not built to win and they are fulfilling that purpose in their hockey life, but they're not playing poorly. There's been a yeah. lot more close games than I expected. Yes. Like of course yeah, for we've, sure. we've had
6: blowouts against the Bruins and then the first and the central jets, but I, they've, it's been closer. They've been actually fighting I mean, mm-hmm. also like actually fighting. Yeah, they've, <laughs> they've, they've been fighting, but like, actually fighting as well. I think yeah,
5: they've, oh, sorry, they've been
6: ahead. hard on the forecheck and fighting for the puck and playing like they have an actual purpose. Mm-hmm. The team's just I, not good.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that, I think this was more so upsetting last year was the fact like you saw the roster, You're like okay, we saw the preseason, You're like okay, this team actually might do something this year. We, okay, maybe we accelerate the rebuild. Maybe we'll actually maybe squeak into the playoffs and stuff like that and it's like nope and then it was just like we talked about a few minutes ago just bad boring hockey all season and this they didn't year, get a like,
6: win until november
4: <laughs> right and then this year Last it's kind year. of it, yeah and then this year it's kind of like okay well we we know we're gonna be bad we've all accepted it but it, like but what you're saying Courtney and the youtube methods like okay it's actually entertaining hockey like we're actually invested And we're not as hurt or as upset that we're losing because it's like, okay, well, we kind of knew this was going to happen, but at least it's, I can actually sit here watching the entire game and be like, okay, you know, it was close or, okay, we got blown out, but I mean, that's to be expected. But at least it's, I can actually invest my time in my emotions watching this team rather than last year where it's like, I don't even want to watch these guys Mm because I know what's going to happen. Even
3: in the blowouts, though, there have been moments. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, uh, mm-hmm. like there's a momentum moments of almost of yeah. almost greatness like mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. you're getting blown out so there's not a lot of greatness
5: but right.
3: there have been moments where it's just like wait uh, uh, and you see something especially from a lot of the younger guys on the squad oh yeah where you see these sparks of things that we saw in the good old days mm-hmm. in in the times where the winning things happened and it's like you can look a few years into the future because we all know this year ain't going to be the year um and next year definitely probably ain't gonna be the year either but you can see what this team has the potential to be mm-hmm. in three or four years
6: and i think a lot of that comes down to the play style that richardson is mm-hmm. trying to implement as well mm-hmm. just be hard on every puck and you saw that from the abs in the playoffs last year like their forecheck was insane
4: yeah,
5: mm-hmm. and, and, and that we, led to a
6: lot of their wins.
4: Yeah, yeah. well, and you look at how Davidson's like forming the roster too. It's like you're seeing that he has a clear idea of what they want to do with the team, and he even said it. it's like it's going to take at least three to five years for playoff contention. Mm-hmm. At first, you're kind of like, okay, I don't, you know, that, that sucks to hear, but but when we're actually seeing the process, like, okay, we we can actually buy into the the to the three year plan of like, mm-hmm. all right, it's going mm-hmm. to take a bit, but like you know, with this past draft we got some really good players in the first round. Then it's like, mm-hmm. and you see what happens after that and just go have a free agency works out. However, you know, re signs or trade acquisitions or stuff like that. Like even with all the young guys that are coming up, like I know Soda blooms technically should be in Rockford, but of course, you know, our, <laughs> as Courtney our said, broken, in her, our
3: broken tendy system.
4: Yeah. Like, like, well, like what Courtney says in her videos on from center ice, which are phenomenal, by the way, if no one's seen them Thank yet, you um it's like does anyone have a spare goalie (laughs) Because at this point we like we don't really have any goalies on it but i love soda boom i'm I'm excited for him as our future goalie i think he should be the number one either next year or the year after that like very soon in the next two seasons he's going to be our guy and i'm and i'm here for it
3: does anyone know if scott foster is available i mean it's not tax season so maybe (laughs) well it's almost tax season it's almost tax season like, but maybe by the, the time
6: is it is, like one of the other two will be back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> At this point, like who knows? But
6: yeah,
4: I also like, m- m- back in time. It's like hey.
6: I also think uh, the goaltending has a lot to do with the games being watchable this season, though, because mm-hmm. like when Staylock was in that, like the absolute he's joy so fun. You never know fine. what's going to happen, and I hope he is back soon from that concussion. Yeah, and then you have. Mrazek and despite what his numbers say he's actually playing very well for the Blackhawks he just has he has a really bad stat line and I feel kind of bad for him because it does not indicate how he's been playing for them at all and then when those two are injured or not playing then you have like Zach was saying the goaltender of the future that you can watch and he had a couple of pretty poor outings last season and a lot of Blackhawks fans were down on him but again last year's team not good but now
3: he should have been good was not good yeah
5: but
6: he got that experience and then had some playoff experience with the ice hogs and then got a whole nother summer to work on things and he's come in and he's played very well for the blackhawks in a position where he wasn't supposed to be in and it was just thrust into he's the number one guy right now because we don't have anybody else yeah and he's been playing so well I, yes. I would
4: I would just wish someone would pronounce his name correctly, which would be fantastic.
6: They need to get or him and his brother wrong. Yeah. They need to get him and his brother in the same room because I was having this conversation on Twitter the other day and need to figure out exactly what the pronunciation is.
4: We have the pronunciation <laughs> guide though. Huge I know that. I know <laughs>
3: that him and his brother they say it differently. They say apparently. it differently. They are from the same family, and they say mm-hmm. their names differently.
6: Look, I can so, hear the argument between Soderbloom and Soderblom. Yes. Fine. What I can't deal with is Soderbloom.
4: I not hate- Soder. It's not Soder. There's no A U R in there. It's S-O. no. S <laughs> O. There's no like, A there. I think
6: it's the umlaut that throws everybody off, but. But but
5: that's it's not the, the sound
3: first. that an umlaut makes. Like,
4: right. <laughs> just 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 say, just say it as O. Then just say Soderblom. Just just say it as a, as an actual O. Don't even look at the umlauts. It's make it easy. Work harder, not like work smarter, not harder. Right.
6: What really it's, drove it, me nuts was them talking about it on the broadcast. Like we still haven't decided how to say it. Ask the guy.
3: Ask Literally him. after the game, go down to the locker room and be like, "Hey, Arvid, how are you? Good game today." So. Tell me, how would you like me to say your name? My dad did that before every single game he announced when he worked for the Admirals. If there was a new guy he had never talked about Mm -hmm. before, never said his name before, visitor, home team, doesn't matter. He would go to the respective locker rooms and say, hey, coach, I'm Don. I'm the PA announcer. I just want to ask you, how do I say this guy's name? Mm -hmm. And if the coach didn't know it because they were that new, he would be like, hey, hey, you. What's the saying, new guy's name? <laughs> um, so, and like, that's all you it's, have it's,
6: to do. But talking about the, it on the broadcast, like, oh, we haven't figured out how to say it yet. Like,
4: Chris, what are we doing? So you literally work
6: for the team, and it wasn't even really Chris. It was Colby and Pat on the intermission and post game and pre-game talking about it. Yeah.
4: Well, that's what. Let's say, but Chris, Chris pronounces like fifteen different ways, and it's like, guys, we need it's to nail souder, this down.
3: that drives me crazy. It's souder bloom, souder It's like no, that is it's- an oh. It makes an oh sound. Right. He's literally it's not, it's- part of the team. You work for the team. Just ask.
5: Rocky like, like, what-
3: will not yell at you if you ask a question. You work for this organization. He might, like- but like don't ask Rocky. Ask somebody else. Ask, <laughs> ask Arvid.
5: <laughs> ask Danny. Or if you don't want to ask, ask
3: Arvid, like just go ask Luke. Be like, hey coach. How you say get a confirmation on how this name is pronounced just or like the, the pr P- guy ask somebody with kevy last year oh the bajillion God. different ways they said his name when it is on the website him saying his name him kevin Lonkinen. well i was or, well, poor poor fair, colin delia uh, to like, be fair
4: though like we like we mm-hmm. also butchered like, we also bertrand Lonkinen's name a lot last year until courtney what second episode in or First one, I can't remember which it one was on was. the first
3: one, but we didn't one. know, yeah. But then yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, has, oh, yeah, <laughs>
4: it's long she has in
3: more intimate oh. knowledge because she goes to Ice Hogs games and has seen him play longer than we did. We didn't oh, yeah. know, so we went with what oh, yeah. was said on the broadcast, which was Lankanen, which
6: is what discovered... you
1: would
3: do.
6: Like, you would just dis- assume the people yeah. calling the games know how to say the names,
3: yes, yeah, right. So exactly. when she told us that no, it's not Lankanen, it's Lankanen, we both went crap, we feel like dirt. And, and then, here's him saying it. <laughs> and she was like, Go to the website. They have the video clip of him saying it. And if you go to Hockey Reference, mm-hmm. they literally have a league wide pronunciation guide for almost every player who is active in the NHL right now. Every single one. And you want to know what board. it says for Kevin Lonkinen? It says Kevin L A H N Lonkinen. Lonkinen. It says it right there. It's and really it even tells you at the top, like the double A sounds like this in this word, and a single O sounds like this, and like it says it right there. Do it your helps homework, guys. You.
4: Just, just do your homework. It's not that hard. It takes five seconds. It, Google is your friend. Seriously. Google yeah. is your friend. It,
3: but it's, it's,
6: no, it's, we're not talking to you, Siri. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so
3: as we were talking about the goaltender of the future,
5: mm-hmm.
3: we do have our wonderful friend, Miss Dagger, here on the podcast. And she gets to see the Blackhawks of the future because she lives in Rockford. I do. And she gets to see our baby Hawks because she goes to the Baggies games. I do. So give us a rundown on what we can hopefully, I mean, we don't have SB anymore as our general manager. So, so we might give actually us a rundown. keep
6: our prospects.
3: Give us a rundown oh. of the prospects we might actually get to see play in Chicago because they probably won't be traded because we no longer have that GM who trades first round draft picks anymore. Oh,
4: oh you mean so you mean you mean Lucas Reichel is actually safe from going somewhere that we don't want to. Potentially. Him I mean, maybe. We can't
3: make any guarantees, but you know, they are they are actually, you know, developing him as he should be developed as a young hockey player. Yeah.
4: So, yeah, thankfully. So, thankfully. I
6: started with the goaltenders and I'll just work my way forward. Wow, starting so, with yeah. goalies?
4: Who, who could have Starting with that? the
6: goalies? And the Piggies are really missing their starting goaltender because they had him for the first two games of the season. And that's it. That's it. Just the first two games. But the good news is that between. Uh, Weeks and Wells and Stauber when he's not backing up Arvid when both of the goaltenders are injured. They have really been keeping the Ice Hogs afloat and they've been doing it well, but they've been doing it by committee. So you do miss that consistency with knowing who the guy is going Mm -hmm. to be, but those three have actually been doing a very good job. The Ice Hogs sit third in the Central Division right now with a record of 12 7 1 and 2 since the AHL splits up overtime losses and shootout losses for whatever reason. Um,
4: so it's the AHL,
6: there's so many, (laughs) they're only behind Milwaukee and Texas. The Chicago Wolves are last in the central division, by the way.
4: Wolf (laughs) (laughs) Milwaukee's the
6: Rosemont Wolves, the Rosemont Wolves, yes. So the the Piggies have been doing well. They started a little slow offensively. They couldn't get a whole lot going in the goal front, and they were allowing more than they wanted to. But as they yeah. started playing together more, because they had a lot of new guys come in this year, um, they've really gotten that offense picking back up, and they've been heating up. And so we've seen good things from them lately. They're 6-2, 1-1 in their last 10 so things are looking pretty decent there record wise, but nothing really exciting to talk about with the goaltenders because I don't see any of them jumping up to the NHL. <laughs> so until yeah, we get Arvid that. back, I can't really give you a piggy goaltender report, but yeah. I am happy that those three have been able to get some really good games in and it's good for them. Maybe they'll get a job somewhere else next year with, if we get Drew Camesso. Or maybe they'll stick around if Camesso stays in college. Who knows? So then we go to defense, which might be the biggest interest outside of Reichel for Blackhawks fans because there's a lot of defensive prospects. And of course, I will start off with my boy, Isaac Phillips. He is on the top pairing. He played, let's see. They played Friday and Saturday, unfortunately losing both to the Iowa Wild because that is just what the Ice Hogs do. They lose to the Iowa Wild. Thankfully, both of them did go to overtime, though, so they got points out of them. But uh Isaac played something like 27 minutes on Friday.
5: Woof.
3: Yeah. Wow. Whew. Is he, yeah. like, training to become the next Duncan Keith? Because, you know,
4: perhaps <laughs> he... <laughs> Just protect his teeth, though. Protect his teeth.
6: Yeah. He leads the entire American Hockey League in plus-minus. Like, not even just defensemen or just ice hogs. The entire American Hockey League in plus-minus. So he's a good
3: guy to have on the ice is what you're saying. (laughs) Yes.
6: I feel very comfortable when he is on the ice. Unfortunately, last night's game, he was on the ice for two goals. They weren't his fault, but he was on the ice for those. But Amongst defensemen in the American Hockey League, he is 10th in points. He has two goals, 14 assists for 16 points. So he's putting up more points this year than we saw last year, which is nice. They never use him in an offensive role, which kind of drives me crazy because he has a good shot and he has Mm -hmm. a good eye for the ice and like setting up his teammates. And he's not afraid to jump up into the play. But from what I hear, they want to use him more as like a defensive guy, which is fine because he's good at that, too. But he's a really good two way player. So like,
3: let him do it. But let's let's be honest, the Blackhawks could use a shutdown defenseman. So (laughs) I think that's kind of why they are trying to mold
6: him that way. Yeah. But Uh, he has started shooting the puck more at five on five. And that's where you're seeing most of these points coming from. So I'm glad that he has started doing that more. It's, it's good to see because he has a really good shot. And it I think it surprises a lot of teams because he doesn't use it all that often. So when mm. he does, something good typically happens. But I could go on forever about Isaac. So I will move on <laughs> to Mr. Pickles, Alex Vlasic. He has one goal and five assists on the season so far. He's been used on the power play a bit with Ian Mitchell up with the Blackhawks. And his long reach has been working out for him because, you know, he's, he's, tall he's yeah, a tall just, boy.
3: Yeah, just just a little.
6: But he he's actually been very effective for the piggies. He's kind of a quiet but effective type player, which is what a lot of the defensemen are really outside of Isaac and Ian Mitchell when he's down here. And Mm -hmm. Adam Clendenning, but he's not a prospect, so I'm not going to talk about him. So those guys, you will see them more, like, jumping up into plays and making things happen. Whereas Mm -hmm. the other guys on defense down here, maybe aside from Regula as well, he'll jump up there. But they're more of the quiet but effective type guys, although none of them are really defensive defensemen. So not Mm -hmm. like Nicholas Yalmerson type quiet but effective, but maybe more like,
2: But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet.
6: TJ Brody with okay. Toronto. Like, okay. he'll get points, okay. but you never really think, oh, there's Brody on the ice. He's just, like, doing his thing and doing Honestly, it
3: well. with defensemen, I very much prefer not having those moments of, like, oh, right. There's Seth Jones on the ice. Exactly.
5: Yeah. Like it's.
3: I don't like those moments with the defenseman. Defensemen should be like effective and invisible. Yeah, it's like,
6: oh, they're just doing their job. We're not screaming at them because bad things are happening.
4: Oh yeah. Yep. Unless, unless you're like Kel McCarr and those guys are like, oh, like they scored another goal because I know, mean, that's what, that's that's what, that's
6: is just what, he's he's a cheat I, code.
4: He's a yeah. cheat code.
6: He's, he's just the Connor McDavid of defensemen. I don't know. So Vlasic has been pretty good. Uh, Galvis, also another one of those quiet but effective guys. He's putting up more points this year. He's got one goal, 11 assists, and just out there doing his job, doing it pretty well. Regula, he's often paired with Isaac, now that Mitchell, again, is up with the Blackhawks. He's got two goals, four assists. Um, We kind of know what Regula is at this point. He's just working on the little details of his game. Not necessarily a bad thing, because he is very good. He was getting in some penalty trouble this weekend, though, which Mm. is a little annoying. But that happens from time to time. Um, And then we have Crevier down here as well. And he's only got two assists on the season, but he's been a lot better than I was expecting. Because I didn't really know what to expect from him, Mm -hmm. honestly. I didn't know his game when he was... um, Was he in college or junior? I can't remember. But before he came and turned pro, I didn't really know anything about his game. But he's also a very tall boy, and he has been paired with Vlasic. So that pairing, like,
3: it's like a mini (laughs) towers of power situation going on. Pretty much. Like,
6: because the Devils
3: have uh, have Hamilton and and Graves on a defensive pairing, and it's like, oh look, forty seven feet of defensemen coming down the ice. How exciting!
4: Have fun with that.
3: They're huge.
6: And he just makes really smart plays all the time. Like, again, I've said this about most of them, but quiet, but effective. He's just back there. They do their thing. They get the puck out. They go the other way. Somebody else jumps on the ice, you know. So when it comes to the defensive prospects, I think there's not really one to be down on because they're all just kind of doing their jobs. And that's what you want like some that's guys a very
3: welcome change from the last couple of seasons i them doing their jobs what? i know what? there's what? obviously
6: some that stick out more like ian mitchell's really good on the power play he's just really good offensively and generally he's got a bomb from the point i wish the blackhawks would throw him on the power play a bit more while he's up there see what they got and then you have isaac that's just never not on the ice so you notice him and he's always <laughs> winning board battles so like you have the guys that will stick out more than others but none of them are playing poorly which is really nice to see so that is good then we move to the forwards and of course everybody wants to hear about lucas reichel (laughs) he has 11 goals and 13 assists on the season so he's he's doing well he's getting points he's somehow scoring at a slower rate than it seemed like he was last year but the whole team started slow like i said offensively and he was definitely part of that but now that he's started picking up he's been getting points more consistently and like really important ones too like winning a game or setting up a game tying goal and if it came to doing more of that rather than just lighting the ahl on fire i would take quality over quantity any day yes
5: because Plus it shows
6: enough. that he has like game awareness like oh we really need a goal right now i'm gonna make it happen we, we really need a goal seems let like me he go take that. care
3: of that for you yeah like.
6: it kind of <laughs> seems like he's the guy that does that out there for the ice hogs he's playing with more confidence but he is still kind of suffering from overpassing syndrome mm. think like baby caner like always passing the puck instead of just shooting it But when he does shoot it, always passing the puck instead of shooting it. There you go. But when he does shoot it, he's got such a good shot. So Mm -hmm. he has it. It's not like that's something he needs to work on. Of course, players work on their shots every offseason. So I'm not saying like it is where it is going to be and it's never going to get better. But he has a very good shot. I just wish he would use it more. Yeah, but he is a fun player to watch out there. He did get hit with a knee yesterday, which didn't look comfortable. Oh. He didn't miss any time. He stayed in the game. But uh, yeah, the piggies weren't happy about that. And they they uh, they roughed up the wild a little
3: bit. So uh, Darn. Yeah, hopefully Shots. he's okay
6: from that. But Reichel is fun. He's been good. He'll be good once he gets that call up to the NHL to stay full time. He's just not ready yet. And that's fine. He needs to get yeah. stronger.
3: He needs to be harder on the puck. And it'll come. I do love how the Blackhawks are calling him up for a game or two, Mm -hmm. and then they're like, you know, here's your here's your little taste. You've been playing good, so Mm -hmm. we're gonna give you just this little sip. Here you go. (laughs) Okay, now go go keep playing good. Like, because honestly, that's what you should do with a prospect. Exactly, and it
6: seems to be working because when they called him up when Taves was sick, he didn't get any points. Obviously, because none of the team got no one one did (laughs) because they got shut out. 3 yeah. for the second time in a row. But then he came back to Rockford, played the very next night, got the game tying goal and then the shootout winning goal. So oh, something is shootout. working. That shootout goal <laughs> that shootout though. Was beautiful. Oh. On Askarov even. Oh. <laughs> so he like yeah. came way out to challenge Reichel and he just like flipped it over him like it was no big deal. <laughs> it was the, crazy. It, the,
4: the confidence. It, it's the fine. Confidence. I've got
6: this. I've got this. Yeah. It's fine. The kid is good, no but so we good. also have Cole Gutman down here, and I know a lot okay. of people noticed him during like the rookie showcase and mm-hmm. during training camp and all of that. He's got six goals, six assists. He scored the go-ahead goal last night before Iowa eventually tied it up and then won in overtime, okay. but that was on the power play. <laughs> um, he kind of had a slower start to the season as well, which is not really what I was expecting seeing how he was so good in the prospect showcase.
3: Power play goals?
4: What are those? I know. Yeah, what's that? What what's, what what's I a, know, what's a, are those? What's a what's a, what's a power play?
6: I know. I, you know, the Ice Hogs are third in the Central Division on the power play with a 19.5 percent efficiency rate. So,
4: oh, yeah. So, so someone's figured out how to how to do a power play correctly. So the future's
3: looking
6: a little bright. You know, they can they can score goals now. But Gutman's out there. He's been playing with some more confidence lately. And I think that's really what was killing this team to begin with was they just didn't know each other. So they were figuring Mm -hmm. things out, but now they look like they know what they're doing. So they are playing with more (laughs) confidence. And he was very noticeable on the ice this weekend, at least because he was out there. He was trying to like get through all the defenders and trying to make things happen when the ice hogs needed goals. He got his goal and I don't know. I was just happy for him because he was just, trying to do everything out there and then it worked yeah. out so yeah. good for him and then we have josiah slavin last but not least here he's a bit slower on the score sheet this year he's got one goal for assists, but he is used on the pk and the ice hogs have a penalty kill percentage of 81.3 so nice Yeah, for some reason, the entire Central Division is fantastic on the penalty kill. Like, the Texas Stars are up there with, like, an 88% on the penalty kill right now. Dang. So they're toward the bottom of the division. But then I went over to NHL.com and looked it up, and they'd be in the top 10 in the league (laughs) with that penalty kill percentage. So...
3: It, when I mean, the Hawks to- penalty kill hasn't been awful this year and they've had several shorthanded goals. So this plays yeah. well for the future. <laughs>
6: exactly. And Slavin is a big guy on the kill and he created a shorthanded rush last night while I was at the game. Of course they didn't score on it, but he's just out there doing his thing. He's maybe a more talented Marcus Kruger, perhaps. Okay. So, like a defensive guy, but he can chip in goals and he does have that offensive side to him as well. Okay. So things are going pretty good in Rockford right now. It would be nice if we had, you know, our starting goaltenders so we could have some consistency <laughs> there. So if like the About Blackhawks that. Figure About that out, that. that would be yeah. cool. Yeah.
4: But About they <laughs> are
6: third in the division and they're just kind of trucking along here. So
3: I mean, it sounds like I mean, I, I'm praying that Kyle Davidson doesn't pull an SB and decide that we've we've drafted and invested all this time into these players, so let's mm-hmm. trade them now. Um, so it, it sounds like if things go the way that they should go, like, you know, most hockey teams do, the uh, the future is, is going to look pretty nice. Gary apparently loves talking about the Ice Hogs. He does. He is all about he it. Had, <laughs> he is like, I need to be here for for the piggy conversation
4: like with nonstop um, meows and just crawling
3: into the window under my work monitors like <laughs> he like slinks under there there's many easier ways for him to get there and he's like no i want to do this i way. want to do it this way um so oh, but i mean word. it definitely sounds like the future is bright i know mm-hmm. I, I at least follow the standings hltv is way too expensive for me to purchase it it really is um
4: and so <laughs> that's like that's when you get lucky like, to find someone who's like, here, here's my subscription. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that
3: so, it's just it's too much. I'll I follow the standings, I'll check, you know, score updates, mm-hmm. etc. But it's good to know that the future is looking good mm-hmm. in Rockford. And yeah, and like
6: this ice hogs team under under Sorensen, so after Derek King went up to the Blackhawks last year, it was a complete turnaround and they started playing almost like the type of hockey that Richardson has the Blackhawks playing now. Like they play hard. They're always on the puck and getting the puck out of their defensive zone and keeping players to the outside to make it easy for their goaltenders. Imagine that. What?
5: Yeah. Well, uh, what, like Hill.
3: you saying that it sounds like as an organization, mm-hmm. these teams are developing an identity. Mm-hmm. Like, it was very apparent, especially last season, that the identity for the ice hogs and the identity for the Blackhawks did not match. And they were playing two very different games. And it's kind mm-hmm. of been that way for a couple of years. Like it's been that teams, way like
6: as long as I can remember.
3: <laughs> yeah. They have never like, had a consistent identity.
6: Because they never invested in the ice hogs. They were yeah. just this team where like the prospects would go to play for a little bit when they didn't. Until have room Stan Bowman traded them. Yeah, and they'd either get traded or they'd get called up and then traded after some yeah. amount of time.
3: but They never used like, it
6: for development.
3: And it sounds like Kyle Davidson was maybe like, hey guys, did you know that we have this whole like minor league team that we can send our guys to to get them ready to play here?
4: Who thought? And they were like, we what?
3: We have what? and mark bernard was probably like they finally get it <laughs> oh my god they're actually calling me my phone is ringing oh my what? lord they,
4: they, they want what updates this? on
3: prospects and how they're playing what <laughs>
6: i know and
4: I, I mean who would have thought
6: it's like they finally realized the ahl is actually good hockey yeah and not just like the slug fest it used to be with guys just constantly fighting and bench brawls all the time like, it's there the really the aren't coast. that many fights anymore. Like, there, no. there's, yeah. there's still probably more than you'll see in the NHL, but
5: mm-hmm.
6: it's a lot of really talented players in the American yeah. League right now.
3: And honestly, it's the same with the Coast. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. the Coast used to be like, if you wanted to go to a boxing match and also watch a little bit of hockey, mm-hmm. like, that's what the East Coast Hockey League was back mm-hmm. before the name change. But now, I mean, every guy, every team has their guy, right? Like it's it's normally a guy, maybe two guys. Mm-hmm. If they've got two guys, one is scratched and the other's playing, vice versa. But it's it's actually developmental hockey in the ECHL as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think we're up to almost 800 ECHL players who have played in the NHL now. Which for, I mean, that's that's significant, especially since some of them are are old guys who just love the game and want to stay there yeah and they just want to play hockey and and, and keep living out their life and that's fine i but mean both kevin Lonkin and andelia came up through the echl with indy yeah. so i watched trent minor play on wednesday mm-hmm. and i mean he's he i believe he was drafted by the avalanche i can't remember for sure because i don't follow anybody's draft picks but our own mm-hmm. um <laughs> now that i can without much concern um yeah but i mean uh-huh. Yeah, they, I, I got to watch Trent Miner play hockey on Wednesday, and it's obvious that he's still very much a developmental goalie. Like he is probably borderline, maybe ready to go to the AHL mm-hmm. for like a call up, like a a conditioning stint. A, a goalie got injured, mm-hmm. we need you, buddy. But I mean, to see him play, it's like you know he might not have a future with the Avalanche because obviously. I mean, they've got Georgie locked up for a couple of years. They've got, you know, everything going on with them, but Mm -hmm. he could, he could develop into an NHL talent. Yeah. And even
6: if those guys don't jump all the way up to the NHL, like there's something to be said about guys who can be very good American league players. And you see a lot of them jump from the ECHL up to the AHL. Mm -hmm. And you need those guys. You need the veteran players on your American league teams to help your prospects that you want to jump to the NHL yeah teach them kind of how to be a pro tell them their experience in different situations especially Mm -hmm. in the playoffs so while you may look at a guy and be like oh he was just a career minor leaguer those guys are very important
3: (laughs) yeah Yeah. they are important to the development of your prospects Mm -hmm. like you need there's a guy in the Iceman who was born the same year that I was Mm mm-hmm He's the only one that was born the same year that I was, but he is that guy that you need in the locker room. Cause he's a journeyman minor league player mm-hmm. and he has the experience and he's been here. He knows what to do. He was here last year when taxi squads happened again. Oh
5: gosh. And
3: no. the- taxi <laughs> he wasn't one of the guys who went because they basically just took all their AHL guys and were mm-hmm. like, we're going to take these back. Thanks. Yeah, because the NHL took some AHL guys, and we're like, we're going to take these guys. things. Mm-hmm. So he was a guy. There was a, a night where we played with fourteen guys on the roster. It was the game after taxi squads were activated, oh, and no. we also had a bunch of guys on COVID protocol.
0: Mm. We dressed
3: <laughs> like four defensemen and ten forwards, and in the two goalies. Oh, like it's like the 2015 Hawks. <laughs>
4: It was rough. What, what lines? What <laughs> one line, What lines existed? Well, yeah. even like like you're seeing like career minor leaguers, like you even have guys who've played in the NHL who mm-hmm. can still come down and still like you know, like what Courtney said, help develop these guys along. Like mm-hmm. former Blackhawk Art uh, Artem Nisimov. Yeah, he just great. got signed. He's yeah, with I, the fan. He's with the yeah. fans, and and I get to, mm-hmm. I got to watch him last night in a six one game in the phantoms two thousandth game as a franchise put up four points last night two goals and two yeah. apples so mm-hmm. yeah and, uh, and artem still has it Arty still has it so I mean, even the arty short... party still
3: exists yeah, yeah. And,
4: like, it, like he's been with columbus he played in cleveland with the monsters like you know like though like, it's good to have veteran presence to help all the prospects yeah. like like doesn't matter he if he's career minor leaguer or, or nhl going down it's like Even
6: for the ice hogs we had cody franzen for a while and for yeah. the defensive prospects he was huge he was basically a coach out there because that
3: was mm-hmm. when they had Derek king as their head coach yeah.
5: um it, so they didn't have it,
3: a coach they had the the journeyman nhl guys who are now playing in the nhl pretty or,
4: much or, or you know like the the multi multi appearance of Brendan perlini out of nowhere just yeah leaves, right. comes back leaves comes back but it's like different team and comes back it's like well how's yeah. this guy always end up in rockford yeah. of all places (laughs)
6: but franson was huge for them and our captain garrett mitchell like he's a pretty much a career ahler he played a few games in the nhl i want to
3: say but you you want those guys on your minor league teams you want guys Mm -hmm. i mean especially in the ahl you want guys who have nhl experience yes Mm -hmm. especially guys like artemanesimov he has a cup right He, he has he has won a championship he has been through the grind he can talk to that 18, 19, 20-year-old kid and be like, look, I know right now you think X, Y, and Z, Mm -hmm. but...
0: Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own, to always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern tool and equipment is a problem solvers paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the
2: Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Here.
3: Here. Here is the roadmap. Here is what you need to know to continue and grow and develop. You have not reached your full potential. You think that you have,
5: mm-hmm.
3: but if you do this, this is what's going to come for you.
6: And like oh, those for, for older sure. guys that play in the American League, they're simply playing because they love the game.
3: Yeah. It's, Even in the every ECHL guy, too. Every guy in the ECHL who plays in the ECHL does not play to make five hundred something dollars a week. Exactly. They play so, because they love to play hockey. Yeah. It's for like. Sure
6: it's almost like a reality check for like the highly touted prospects that come in like, Oh, I'm just here before I get to the NHL. But then they're surrounded by guys who purely love playing hockey. And I think it really humbles them a bit and it's good for them to be around that.
5: Yeah, it's good for, for them
3: to yeah. see the true love of the game. Like yeah. not just, I love this. Cause I'm really freaking good at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I love this game so much that I'm 36 years old.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: I have no desire. Well, I, I mean, obviously they still have a desire to go to the NHL. Who of doesn't want to be like that 36 year old ECHL or yeah. who gets called up to the NHL and gets get right. the game. Like yeah. everybody wants that, but that's not their only goal for playing.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: They are playing because they love this game and they want to leave their mark on this game. And they want to help these little babies. Mm -hmm. who for something like a 36 year old you could be that person's teen parent exactly like you you are their dad (laughs) you are their dad you are their hockey dad
4: no well it's it's, it's funny it's funny because well it's funny because you like we're talking you know talking about guys who've played career years in the league wherever they're at like you look at the checkers Mm -hmm. in terms of like their leadership group their captain well he's with their he's with florida right now it's zach dolpe He's been around oh, okay. NHL and the ASL, yep. like the, the, the alternate captains when they're down there. Um, Chris Tierney, alternate captain, and their other alternate oh. captain, Riley Nash. So, I mean, they have, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, so I mean, they have NHL veteran presence on that team. Mm-hmm. And two of them, two of them are with the big club now, but you still have Nash, yeah, down there. It's so, like those Dolby are guys was who,
6: huge like, for the uh monsters for a long time.
4: He yeah. was, yeah former carolina Mm -hmm. hurricane when you know the checkers were still part of the canes organization but yeah like you said riley nash he's been there and everywhere he was with boston yeah uh, for a year i
5: think
4: chris Tierney with uh the senators for a little while too so i mean it's Mm -hmm. like they have then that's and that's the one thing i love with the ahl is the fact that you can still get guys who were in the league but still come still go into the ahl and still produce and still like you what what you've been saying helping these guys along so I think people are finally looking at the AHL less as a oh, it's a league. It's there. It's now. It's like Mm -hmm. okay, we can actually watch it get invested and actually, you know. Oh, it's important. Yeah, yeah. Who would have thought? (laughs) I like our minor
3: league teams are important. Hold on, wait. Well, well, the the funny part,
4: like the like the funny part is that like the chaos. Like we love chaos here, but I think the AHL on certain week, like we, because it's only on the weekends and maybe some random mm-hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday games. Like yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for AHL weekends because it is pure chaos because you never know what's gonna happen, and it's just the absolute mm-hmm. best. Sure. I mean, plus, it I mean, is. it's also Tabor toss week too because I mean a lot it of is. teams have had their Tabor. Because I know we you some like bears.
6: Oh yes, Courtney, Michael so Tepley t- made them
3: toss the bears. What? Um, how many bears did they toss in the Rockford? Did they tell you guys
6: 4,000 something? I don't remember the other three digits, but it was 4,000 something.
4: I know the checkers when they did their Terry Bear toss, that was 4,100. Okay, I forget, I forget where it was. I think it was someone was, I forget what team it was like, someone did like 7,000 bears.
3: Okay, so. The Iceman tossed 12,762 bears for Teddy Bear Toss Night.
4: Oh my gosh! Oh my lord. Is that the coast record?
3: I don't think it's the coast record. The hockey record is obviously the Hershey Bears because they do over 50,000 a year.
4: Yeah. The Hershey Bears aren't a joke. Like I don't know, no. how, I don't know when it, how... The long Hershey Bears aren't a
3: joke when it comes to league. their Teddy Bear Tossing. They're the, oldest
4: um,
6: the, yeah. they're the oldest, they're the oldest yeah. team in the league, they've been around. Yeah. For every... the total was yeah. 4,839.
3: Um, yeah, so well, and we that. also because we have people, I mean, this is the south, sometimes they just think they can do things. Um, I sit behind the netting because I sit behind the goal that we shoot on twice, and there are always people who try to throw the bears over the netting and then we all know that teddy bears generally hang on the little things in the store and they don't take the hanger things off. So there were bears just hanging from the netting and the boys tried to like knock the netting to get them to pop out. I don't think they realized that like the plastic hook was like hooked yeah. into the netting, but they were like yeah. beaten <laughs> trying to get them down. And it was just like, I mean, but uh, every year we throw more bears like 12,762 is an iceman
4: record that's, that's oh that is amazing um,
3: and so i mean we make it rain teddy mm-hmm. bears yeah and also somebody was like is it only bears no it's stuffed animals like
4: you, yeah. you don't I have guess.
3: to only throw bears okay
4: yeah it, i just like how the fact that the teddy bear toss is it's so great because you, like, you get charities hospitals and stuff like mm-hmm. that like it's actually mm-hmm. good for like the holiday season for those kids or just charities well, in general I know teddy some teams do it with different yeah.
3: are not just for Christmas. So my seed right. partner is actually a Shriners kid. And so most of the Teddy bear toss bears, like some of them go to like Christmas pick out stuff for mm-hmm. families. Right. Most of them go to like Shriners and children's hospitals and things like Aww. that. So that little yeah. kids who are about to have surgery or a procedure or get an MRI or whatever, they get mm-hmm. to go pick out a Teddy bear
4: that's nice yeah that's really, yeah, really and
3: cool. so like most teddy bear toss bears don't go to like christmas toy drives or whatever that's that's like mm-hmm. toys for tots. that's what they do they do the christmas no, toys. right. Yeah. Yeah, but like the time um,
4: of year is just great yeah. to see for the christmas, yeah, for christmas a lot season do get delivered yeah. to children's hospitals
6: and stuff yeah yeah that, that's
4: that's what the, that's what the checkers did they, they did charities and uh hospitals mm-hmm. yeah for, for theirs i know that um, some other teams have different things depending on what team it is but generally from what i've seen it's a lot of just hospitals and
3: yeah most of them charities. go to like children's hospital charities and stuff like that because honestly those are the little babies that need something soft to squeeze on
4: because on and absolutely. honestly too like those the, for me those are must go to games just for the fact that it's just it's it's always a good time like yeah you get to see hockey and you get to throw bears on the like, you know yeah. stuffed animals on you, get, the to, ice. you
3: like, get to throw stuff on the ice and your team doesn't get a two-minute delay of game penalty I know.
4: And, um, and, and, and you, you don't and, get
3: ejected from the arena so
4: yeah so I'm almost a good time, though.
6: I'm always envious of the people who sit closer to the glass though. Since I sit up in the 200s, it's like, oh, okay, we have to plan. We have to know yes. when the goal is going to be scored so we
3: can get up and go down, get closer to the glass so we can throw it over. It's kind of stressful. Yeah, I sit behind the netting. I have to traverse across three sections yeah. to yeah. get to a place where I can throw bears over the glass. And mm-hmm. this year was the first year where Normally, there's like a row somewhere where there's nobody in the row, and you can just cut through, mm-hmm. and you can like find that row in each session. That did not happen this year, so I had to go all the way up the stairs from row E. Oh no! All the way up the stairs, across the concourse, then all the way down the stairs.
4: Oh um, my gosh! And I mean,
3: thankfully, was pretty threw, easy for us. Yeah, well, and we threw twelve thousand bears, so there was time like yeah, nah, it's not bit. like it's not like it was like oh no it's done in 10 seconds no it just keeps going mm-hmm. um and I then when it's like about to yesterday. slow down <laughs> Like mm-hmm. more people come from the the end zones to okay. throw bears. So like it starts to slow down and then we're like, oh, no, it's raining bears again.
6: <laughs> yeah, the weather in Rockford was real crappy yesterday, though. And sometimes mm-hmm. people just decide not to go out to the game. So I feel like maybe we would have had more had it been better. Mm-hmm. But right. it was still a pretty yeah. good showing of teddy bears. Yeah, so... I feel like what they need to do each year is like say how many were thrown the year before and then challenge mm-hmm. the fans to beat it.
4: That would be awesome. Like, if, like if they like beat it, everyone gets like your ticket. You get something. Get you, like, a, yeah, yeah, like food Get like a free somewhere.
3: frosty from Wendy's or something. Like. Yeah, yeah, or or, or
4: like, like, a, like 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 an appetizer from a local restaurant in the area of whatever mm-hmm. the stadium's at. So, I like, guess in Rockford, whatever yeah. it's around there. Hey, here's a free appetizer because you got your. Your ticket from because you guys mm-hmm. beat it last night.
3: Here's your ticket. You can go get a box of screws at the hardware store because this is Screw City. Oh! <laughs> did you see
4: the Screw
5: City
3: jerseys that they I wore? Did. On
5: oh, they were so
4: nice. They, they were, were nice. So nice. I, 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 I like the I like the barber pole sleeve because it's like it's yeah, very yeah. it's very Ottawa '67 esque. It's not. It the is jersey, very '67 esque but those are nice though those those are probably the pre-ordered
6: one because they're like reordering the fan version of it Mm -hmm. so i pre-ordered one so okay
4: player or blank i have to. we always have to ask is it player or is it a blank for the for the it's just
6: blank because it's not an actual jersey it's not an authentic Uh, it's like it's, it's a replica yeah no, no, it's I'm just saying. Not I even like it's just like...
3: all printed, so like there's no actual yeah, logo. It's, it's on it. it's just all printed. Uh, that's why so I say it's, it's the like, It's like version. my it's like my Ninja Turtles jersey here, even though that's a game worn. Like that's 100% mm-hmm. sublimated. Yeah.
4: Oh, okay, huh. so so you weren't able to customize. it. It's just here's the jersey, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so, basically I... like
6: a shirt with like somewhat jersey material.
4: Ooh. I'm gonna stretch
3: it out because I think it's time for us to gloat.
4: Oh, we, we oh? should start patting cause... ourselves on the back now.
3: We should just cause see. The three of us here on this podcast have said since the, the off season
5: mm-hmm.
3: that we don't think Patrick Kane wants to leave mm-hmm. based on his words, based on his actions, based on the things that he's doing, even just his general mannerisms. Patrick Kane wants like to stay in general Chicago. demeanor. He's just a black. Yeah, like, yeah. he just a, like he is Chicago now. Like he may have been born mm-hmm. in Buffalo but he's Chicagoan now. Like yeah. he's a chi town boy. So last week, Emily Kaplan released an article. Oh, she's the queen amazing. of hockey media. She's amazing. Was like, here's some updates on things around the league, and you want to know? Well, one of those updates was what Patrick was it, Kane but? does not want to leave Chicago,
6: <gasps> and even I'm wants
3: sh- to re-sign in Chicago. Like, <gasps> I'm. sure. you want to read I what am she shocked. wrote? Yes, read it. Courtney had Courtney actually sent me the link to make sure she had the right article today, so <laughs> she can read the words. Do you have it pulled up? I can pull it up here real quick. I don't have it pulled up. No. I. Right. I'm gonna get it. Um, Come on, Courtney. It. There's a oh, whole boy. bunch of stuff in the in the start about the stars, and we don't really care there about is. that. You just gotta scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah, scroll. I'm just <laughs> just getting down
6: to the. All right, I think. No, there it is. All right, so. The teams expected to unload multiple players with expiring contracts at the deadline include the Anaheim Ducks, San Jose Sharks, Montreal Canadiens, and Chicago Blackhawks. Shocking! All of those teams, plus the Coyotes, could also act as third-party brokers as retaining salary is expected to be a big trend once again this season. Will Patrick Kane or Jonathan Taves be traded at the deadline? Blackhawks CEO Danny Wirtz has made it clear to both players that their numbers will be retired one day and has promised them that the organization would treat them with respect through the process. So the ball is in their court. GM Kyle Davidson is waiting for Kane and Taves, who both hold no movement clauses, to come to him with whatever direction they'd like to go. He is not going to push them either way. On Kane specifically, I've been told he's not looking to move, but as the wheels are expected to come off even more for Chicago on the ice over the next month, he's
3: keeping his options open. Yeah. You mean Patrick Kane doesn't want to leave?
4: Shocking. I don't know. I mean, if, you, hmm. if, you, if you've seen how he's acted on the ice too with the, with the young guys we've had over the last few years, like he looks like he's having fun. Like he's smiling. Mm-hmm. Having a good time and I mean he
6: always like... said he would be willing to stay and be a part of the rebuild. and yeah,
4: like yeah, exactly. like he... work
6: with
3: the kids. and all as that. soon as the wheels started to get real shaky on the wagon, he was like, "I want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Like he's never had an issue with the rebuild mm-hmm. no, like, no, and he I'm... specifically said, like, I want to help rebuild this team and bring them back to where we used to be."
4: yeah like granted
6: all of those words were before they traded to Brinkett, which maybe w- made him go
3: what's happening but yes. <laughs> but then Honestly, they brought in fun people for him to still play with like truth I, I was on the coach. fence about yeah I was on the fence about Anthony to see you I won't lie like I was like mm, I'm not sure look okay I'm allowed to have my moments they were like oh, yeah. we, we have him and I was like mm, <laughs> okay no. And then I watched the season opener and I was like, oh, he's so fast. And now he's like starting he's so to the
6: speed with like actually putting the puck in the net because he's been creating a lot and it just hasn't been going in for him, which is something yeah. that's kind of plagued him his whole career. But now they're starting mm-hmm. to like actually go in the net. So yeah, Chicago's running on double A
3: batteries on. these days. Like,
6: I was, they I was, no was, longer run was... on
3: Duncan, no, and you know i'm
4: okay yeah, with chris that.
3: voster's call happy to see you anthony see you like that was just perfect timing
4: that, no, was, that was like perfection. like you you knew he was waiting to use that like it yeah it's just
3: and then he did and it was like oh happy to see you like that is just happy to see you now is synonymous with mm-hmm. anthony see you
4: honestly yep. put down a t-shirt that would easily sell 100% like, and Max
3: oh, yeah. Domi has been playing really
6: well for the Blackhawks too like, like he like, also started kind of slow but he was good at the dot even when he wasn't yeah. producing but oh my god now we can't stop scoring
4: yeah like like, like, those, three, like the, those three those yeah. three together that is a that is a fantastic line like they are so good
3: you initially like, look at that line though and it's like
4: what but now you're lane, like
3: Max Domi Anthony, to see you. They really needed what? to work at it,
6: though. Like, it wasn't yeah. just something that clicked right off the hop for them.
4: Right. Like, of course. it, yeah. it was
3: yeah. very wasn't Debrinket, Strom, Kane. Like, right. Oh, gosh. Obviously, oh, Debrinket and long. Strom clicked. They played juniors together. Mm-hmm. Like, they they know each other on the ice. Mm-hmm. Then you just put Patrick Kane in there, and it's like, okay, perfect. Like, we're good to go. Mm-hmm. I mean,
6: it's, it, it, Pat- it, it it's, didn't it's Patrick click Patrick immediately.
4: Yeah. It's, but it's, it's, it's Patrick Kane. It's just
6: he usually just makes it work but yeah uh, i also like how Domi's given them another option on the power play and he's actually mm-hmm. been good at it um mm-hmm. they're actually like moving the puck around a little more on the power play which is
3: crazy,
4: what? Oh, yeah. this is crazy. we, we, we move the what? puck around on the power play what no not, not not the blackhawks no i you know we just, just like it's not one just two in.
3: minutes of zone entry
4: it, oh, you mean...
6: Trying to enter the zone, or if they are in the zone, just Kaner holding it on the right wall and doing nothing with it. Yeah. Just, no, they're actually like moving just, the puck around a little bit. Just yeah. don't
4: give it to Seth Jones or he'll like throw back out in the center ice and you're just like, what?
3: And, and then you get a hot mic on the ice and everybody's like, oh, <laughs> Patrick Kane loved that one. Yeah. You um, see, Patrick
4: Kane just like, what the fuck? <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: So, but I have very much been of the opinion Patrick Kane wants to retire a
4: Blackhawk. Oh yeah, hundred like, percent. Like he's if, here for so long, like it just makes sense.
3: If he approaches the team at the deadline and says, "I want to go here," obviously, if the if the prospects and the draft picks and everything is right, he's gonna go. I would still see him in the off season being like, "Hey, Blackhawks." Mm-hmm. Hometown discount. I want to be here. I want to help this team get back to where it needs to be. Pay me a couple million dollars. Yeah.
4: I could. I could see if you're talking about it. Like I could see Caner between four and a half and five. I think splitting yeah. his contract in half, even then, yeah. would still be a huge benefit for the Hawks. I think anything less than four and a half. I well, yeah. I, don't know. I mean, no, that, that'd be, no. No, th- no. I'm just. That's saying, I'm in just my. Saying in that's
3: in my my couple million dollar range. Like, obviously, <laughs> no, we're not no, going to resign I, him at. 10 million dollars again like no no yeah. no, that's not no, gonna I'm, happen but no,
4: no i'm just agreeing with you yeah if you give him if you give him, a, if you give him a, like in that range of four and a half yeah. to five that'd be a like perfect maybe you even go him.
3: back
6: to his first contract like six something yeah but yeah even that's better than
3: 10 because like the cap doesn't matter right now
4: yeah. so yeah i mean it's only gonna go up i will say it's years, really weird
3: being on cap friendly and not like the hawks being like I know, right, right? At the top, like, with their oh, like minus- four dollars remaining yeah. on oh. their salary cap, and having to like scroll to find them, mm-hmm. um, it's yeah. weird. But also, like, I even if he approaches the team and asks for a trade, it's gonna uh, it's gonna be because he knows that it benefits the Blackhawks to do it.
5: Mm-hmm. Like the so-
3: character arc of Patrick Kane, as we discuss all the time, is. Probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest, character arc in NHL player history. And he would do what it takes for the Blackhawks to get what they need Mm -hmm. and then come back and be like, Thanks for giving me that three months extra hockey. Like, I went on vacation. (laughs) I I went on vacation, came back with this shiny thing. Right. Um, Because, you know, if he's going anywhere, he's going to a contender and he's going to try to win another cup. Like, let's be honest.
4: You know what? I would say if it was that or the other option, where it's just for like wholesome content, he goes back to Buffalo and plays in front of his entire family for the rest of the season, just because. I
3: don't know that he even cares, though.
5: No,
4: no, him. I don't think he, he would. But has, it, the man
3: would. has enough money to fly his family to watch him play hockey wherever. That's he true. I understand to, though. So it, it, it
4: would just be—it would be just kind of interesting how that would play out, though. He goes back to Buffalo and plays yeah. for the Savers, the, like the hometown team. So I, I mean, if he's going I anywhere, just, it's
3: to a contender.
4: Oh yeah, obvious Obviously, so I'm just saying as a wholesome like after alternate. everything that oh.
6: happened in 15, I don't know that he even like ties yeah. himself to Buffalo anymore, though. Yeah, know? that's also very
4: no. true. It's, like, it's, it's it's weird to see him other than this. I just don't see it really happening. So mm-hmm. I I think he's gonna stay.
3: it would it would be weird. And honestly, whatever team if he goes, whatever team he goes to, like that's the team I'm gonna cheer for in the playoffs. Right.
4: Obviously, of course.
3: But like the The most interesting recent rumor for me has been Patrick Kane to Boston, and I'm like, with what money? <laughs> with what money?
4: I don't think Kane would even the want to Bruins- go to Boston.
3: That that was my first thing. I was like, number one, he has a full no movement clause and complete say over where he goes. Okay, and yes, I. It's a,
4: it's 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 not Boston. It's like. Like we I, all, I would like
3: both of your goaltenders. Thank you, Boston. I just want goalie hugs and Blackhawks uniforms. So I'd be, um, I'd be here
4: for. I'd be here for them. Give <laughs> me Swayman
3: you know, and Olmark for Patrick Kane in a draft I pick. Mean, like he,
4: I mean, I don't. What what team would even work? Like you couldn't even really send to L.A. because it's like
3: yeah. I and mean, the th- but but the the I mean Kane
6: all these injuries that they have yeah. <laughs> just, to just, just give was, us
4: the give us the true skin and like ranting it like she just give us like a whole because no,
3: then they wouldn't win the cup yeah they need the moose yeah, yeah. um but like caner to boston number one he would be like no um but also they don't have the space to even take half of his contract without trading a significant part of their roster that would defeat the purpose Of acquiring Patrick Kane, Mm -hmm. I mean. So,
4: how many teams out there right now have the potential to get a Patrick Kane? Though that's the thing.
3: Here, I said it the other day. I'll say it again. There are thirty-one other teams in the NHL that want a Patrick Kane.
4: Well, right, they want him. Here's is it feasible to get him? Is the thing though? It's
3: no. For most of the contending teams, it's not feasible to get a Patrick Kane.
4: Yeah, because I mean. Even if no, we retain
3: fifty percent of his salary, it's not feasible for that man yeah. to be
6: on their team until you have an LTIR situation. Yeah, Hello, right. Exactly.
4: Because right now, the like the only team that is within range of that is probably it's unfortunately the Ducks at thirteen point nine million. Like, there's no one else within the range of five million that yeah. could take well i mean detroit, detroit teams... is at 4.3 so i mean it's
3: oh that will not happen, Patrick oh, I know it's not detroit happen. is a 100 no no oh,
4: no no i'm <laughs> no i'm just saying that's that's the only other team that's within range of possibly yeah. taking a five million dollar contract but other than that it's,
6: figured it out. Well, of course. It's the,
4: well it's the well it's the well the thing is that the, the sabers are at 16.9 million in projected cap space still which is yeah, absolutely wide, but
3: I don't think Buffalo well, is the place he would want to be.
4: Well, no, but no, but just, but there's but really, there's no team right now that could take his contract on. That's the has Tage T.H.
3: Thompson's contract
6: even kicked in yet, or is that start next year? The big one. I think
4: that's I think that's next year. I think so. Yeah, so they could it could yeah. be feasible to get Patrick Kane for the rest of it, but like I said, it's that's not going to happen because, because yeah, like i saying, there's really no team that's even within range that could take his contract because. I after us in Detroit, and I figured what the other team was, it's like three million or less. Like there's no one within range to take it. Cap shenanigans
6: always happen. So I don't even I don't factor that into my consideration, even because you could say the top team on cap friendly with zero cap, they would figure it out somehow.
4: (laughs) They (laughs) would make (laughs) some just, just, Patrick came to the Maple Leafs. Somehow that just yeah. works out just for
3: the 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 Vegas Golden Knights are on the top of Cap Friendly. Oh, no. They what, have $1.8 million in cap space, but they, they, they've got four guys on LTIR. The Washington Capitals have 10 players on injured reserve right now.
4: Oh, my word. 10. Oh, my God. Like,
3: they Help. have 10 injuries. 10. Jeez, they, they, Darcy Kemper, Tom Wilson, <laughs> Dmitri Orlov, Alexander Alexiev, Martin Feveri, Beck Malinson, Nicholas Backstrom, Connor Brown, Carl Haglin, all on injured reserve. Wow! And then Cody Clark is on the season opening injured reserve. They have ten guys.
6: Wow! So Tom Wilson I still hasn't played all year,
4: huh? No. Oh no! No Tom Wilson on the ice. Gosh darn. Yeah. That's terrible. They
3: are using what was his injury? a lead, uh, I don't even remember.
1: Stubbed his toe.
4: But uh, So basically, we're all come to the conclusion that Patrick Kane's not going to get moved regardless of the fact yeah. that what team can take his con. You would, ha- you would have no, to. No, ch- see,
3: look at you- Tampa in the COVID season. You can make shit happen. The cap doesn't matter in the playoffs. So you just need to clear space for a month.
5: Mm-hmm. And, and, that, yeah, or and, you, that,
3: and that can happen. And so you, you, it, the cap isn't the issue. It's the fact that the man gets to decide where he wants to go. Bro, Boston right, course, is no. not that place. Buffalo is not that place. No. Thompson like. had knee surgery, by the way. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay.
4: Well, there you I think go. I
3: remember seeing something about that on his dog's Instagram page because I yeah. follow his I was, dogs, not him. I was oh. too curious. I had to look it up. <laughs> I get it. So... But we should all just like reach over and for not needing to be NHL insiders to know the two
6: seconds after this podcast goes live came to Boston.
4: (laughs) Oh, here I'm gonna need
3: you to take that chaos out of the universe right now, ma'am.
4: Actually, Uh, you you'll be here's here's a sleeper team that would be kind of interesting to see how this would work out if this team somehow. Made made the whole situation work. Caner to the Devils.
3: I would be okay with that. That would be Caner with Jack Hughes and
4: Nico Heesher and, and Sarah govich and that entire crew. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, And then Courtney,
3: you wouldn't be as conflicted because they're your team that you just
6: watched to true. watch. This is true. I do love me some Devils. They're
4: very fun. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? It'll be funny though. Like the next time we bring her on next season, if this if that somehow even did happen, we see a Patrick Kane Devils jersey somewhere in the
3: back. Oh, there would 100 percent be a Patrick Kane Devils jersey if it happened.
4: <laughs> oh, it would, it would have. It would have to happen. And, and there and there's her. And if it's the Maple Leafs get knocked out, there's her Eastern Conference team yeah. for the playoffs. But
6: so I mean- currently, her right wingers are Jesper Bratt and Dawson Mercer on
4: the top two Ooh. lines. Oh, that that's a that's a that's a solid who, who, one too. who
6: are the right wings on the third and fourth lines Fabian Zetterland and Alexander holtz
4: okay, oh they can so make oh they could easily you make can that definitely
6: work. bump you could move down Mercer to replace Zetterland. mm-hmm and then stick him there, and either move Jesper Bratt down or Kaner's just on the second line like he was for the majority of his Chicago career. Then which is he, which is insane was, to
4: think about. Which is insane that the one of the best players in the league is a, it was a second line right winger. Well, you have entire.
6: Evgeny Malkin as a second line center his whole career. That's true. Um,
4: uh, if well, he were yeah. to
6: play on the second line, he would be centered by the one and only Jack Hughes.
4: Oh, who who's who's the, who's, the, who's the left winger? Eric Halla. Oh, f- fuck Eric Halla.
3: That line would be insane.
4: That all oh, that that line would be so disgusting. Mr.
3: 6 enough. minutes and 2 seconds Jack Hughes.
6: You could probably even shift That's wild. Dawson Mercer over to the left side. Yeah. Move Eric Halla down and put Kaner on the right.
4: Mer- Mercer with Hughes and Kane. Oof, that's is, that is a gnat. That top six for for the Devils, if that somehow worked out, oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, though. Well, here's the thing, though. What do the the Hawks get back in that trade? You could
6: get Ty Smith. Well, no, because they gave Ty Smith to Pittsburgh. JK.
4: Who would you? Yeah. We're not not saying this this is going to happen. It's just like, what's the hypothetical caner to the Devils? Because the Devils are... (laughs) Contenders I mean, out the was like,
6: they could give us Fabian Zetterland. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> then they don't have to move him.
4: Yeah, um, you would have, you would have to think it's probably it's probably gonna be a player or two. Then you're probably probably looking at prospects and picks. Prospects and yeah, we're talking. Oh like gosh, a, they uh,
6: still have Andre Palat on injured reserve. That's right. So the top oh, six would be even better. Um, yeah. Oh
4: my goodness.
3: Oh Palat. Oh, oh that
6: well, here, so- what
4: honestly the hawks could they get have probably tice
6: go- thompson they have tage's brother and the miners
4: <laughs> what do you think about it the hawks could get a Ford. they could get a defenseman to short up the blue line they don't want more blue line help
6: yeah they also end. have the goaltenders nico dawes and akira schmidt like they They've have ol- things. also
3: have their first two draft first two round draft picks for next year too yeah so-
6: like they have things that they could move so it's basically- not like their cupboard is empty
4: so basically, so if we so if we are p- picking a team that somehow comes out of the, out of nowhere to go get Caner, it's the Devils.
3: I wouldn't be sad by it.
4: I'd, I'd and also the he'd
3: be very adapted to the colors that he would have to wear too. This is true. Right? And they they kind
6: of play his style of hockey plus he has the experience for a very young Devils team.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: That it could be good for them, but then you have the whole thing like Teams who add big at the deadline, it shakes up their whole roster. And mm-hmm. most of the time, they don't end up going all of the way because you have that chemistry that you just shake up for the sake of yeah. getting a big acquisition.
3: Unless yeah, you're doing like a, a chemo pick to get that man a Stanley Cup before right. he retires. Right, that's not a big like, acquisition. Yeah. You know, no, like congrats. the guys who like go all in,
6: like we're going to get the biggest guy at the deadline.
3: Yeah, usually we're gonna buy, in buy,
6: buy.
4: Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, you, well, you, I mean, look at Colorado. Actually, I mean, they got like what? um
6: They got Leckanin.
4: Yeah, in and, and also wasn't uh, a co-
6: big ad, but well, it was, a big, all, but it was it a big
3: ad.
4: Yeah, well, they, well, they also got they also got Cogliano too. So I mean, they got mm-hmm. a lot of depth guys that they got Manson as excellent. well. Yeah, that they, they just they so added depth. depth guys
6: who all ended yeah. up being huge for them. Yeah, Yeah, they didn't.
3: They didn't acquire a star. They acquired several depth guys who ended up.
4: Yeah, exactly. So, so like, so how many, like, yeah, like how many big acquisition guys have gone on and done something? I mean, because you look at, I mean, look at the Hawks and Claude Giroux.
6: (laughs) Yeah, and what the Panthers got swept in the second round.
4: Well, but look at look look what the Hawks did. Like, we didn't really go out and get like big name guys. Mm We got got Vermette and the only big one,
3: like Vermette. Yeah.
4: Even but then, even then,
3: that wasn't a big move with mm-hmm. the core seven, because oh, you no. had Taves and Kane and Hammer and Dunks and I mean, Hosa. No, like well, another he, big move was
6: uh, the Wild getting Flurry from us. That didn't work yeah. out.
4: Well, I mean, it, last it, year. But. We, we look at the twenty. Look at the twenty ten Cup. run, like, who did we really even get in the twenty ten Cup that really shook the shook up the team? No, anything.
3: There weren't m- very many. Deadline moves for the twenty ten team, like they were a young team that nobody was like, "Oh my god, this team is a, a contender."
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. well, like the like the thirteen cup as well. I mean, we that was a, that was a half lockout season. Even then, it was mm-hmm. like the team didn't really. So it's like it's not really getting the big name to push the needle.
3: Yeah, and I mean, honestly, the big names generally don't push the needle, right? Because they mess- usually.
6: Is it, they go into the top six and then it messes up what was already there. You
5: mm-hmm. know? Yeah.
4: so, so we, we could be saying the Devils could do it, but then the Devils are like, well, we would love to well, have them, but we're playing too well right now.
3: If they possibly... make the move now... No. No, but I'm saying if, if a team oh, were to make a move for a big name now, it's early yeah. enough in the season, the chemistry can be built, you can get the, the same yeah. kind of turn or not turn, Jesus, the same return for right. the player. And they can build that chemistry, and you're not trying to scramble at the deadline a month before the playoffs to push for a cup run.
5: Right. You've
3: you've been able. I mean, that's why you see a lot of the big names move around this time of year, right. because it get you're halfway through the season,
6: yeah.
3: and you can your chemistry is there, but it's not like this is what works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean. Pulling up a depth guy during the deadline is perfect. Patrick Kane is not a depth guy. Mm -mm. Like honestly, if he's not traded by mid-January, I don't know if it's a move
4: that I I, I, I I don't think think it's going to happen.
6: Looking at the trade deadline last year, I think the biggest acquisition that actually helped their team was the Leafs getting Giordano. Like it didn't help him in the Mm -hmm. playoffs, obviously, but. He really yeah. shored up that defense and he came back this year. Otherwise, yeah, yeah I mean, not really. I mean, Flurry resigning with Minnesota is good for them, but
4: yeah, I mean, like right now, if you look at all the teams, it's like if there's a team that would even want to try to push the needle for Canary, like there's not a lot of teams that can, that can make that work mm-hmm. that have all the necessary components and pieces to do it. I mean, Vegas, not really, Winnipeg. I don't see it Dallas. I don't, no. I I don't see the Hawks going into division cuz that would just be uh-uh. I mean, yeah,
6: the thing is like if you're Caner, you want to go to a contender. But then yeah. it ends up being like the Claudius situation where he did he went to the best team in the league last year, the Florida Panthers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Comcast Business gives you more for your small business with our new GigSpeed Wi-Fi plus unlimited data.
3: Ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires new gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement.
0: If you run a small business, you need the most from every investment. That's why Comcast Business gives you more, like our new GigSpeed Wi-Fi, plus unlimited data, all on the largest, fastest, reliable network for small businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities.
3: Don't miss our special holiday offer. And ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Call today, ends twelve four twenty twenty two. Restrictions apply. Requires gigabit extra bundle with two year agreement. And then, and then it got swept out of the second round in what was supposed to be some super exciting battle of Florida. It was so boring. It was bad. It was boring hockey. Yeah,
4: it was like, like so like, boring. Like, like like so. We're saying Boston wouldn't work. The Devils could possibly work because they actually have a cupboard that we can go mm-hmm. get something out of. Toronto, <laughs> I. Court, yeah. I, just, I don't that. think he fits. No. Like, as then, fun then, as that then, would
6: be for Kaner to go to Toronto, like,
3: yeah, I mean, yeah, he, to he, go from an original six to an original six team, like, they yeah. don't
6: need another winger who doesn't play defense. And no. that's not yeah. even a knock on Kaner. It's just the truth. He doesn't play yeah. then,
4: then, he, he's he,
3: He's not
6: a two way forward, and he never has been. Right. Like, no. It would be like they would have two William Nylanders. Yeah.
4: Basically. Which,
6: the, the having one William Nylander is amazing. Having two. Then you have it, like it, defensive it's,
4: it's, yeah. liability, yeah. Because you look at it, it's like not Vegas, not one ping, not, like the seventh best team in the league right now is Carolina. They don't really have the cap space, and I don't think they even really have a he doesn't really fit into do. their system. Well, well, they, well, I mean, they don't, well, they don't have a cover to go get either because yeah. I mean, they have good players, but it's not like now if it was like the Chicago Wolves of last year, <laughs> you could possibly make a case for prospects, but Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. no, Tampa, no, the Islanders. Not really. The Kings, the Kraken. I feel like,
3: I feel like uh, Lou, Lou Lou would be like, "No, I'm not." Mm, nah. It's like the only mean, if you keep 99 percent of his salary, I'll take him. I mean, right. it's, it's, it's like
6: the only teams that it would make sense are teams trying to get the push over the edge to be competitive in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But then he's not gonna want to go to one of those teams.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because like the uh, you got the Kings at 11, Kraken at 12, the Rangers at 13, Detroit at 14. I, I'm a, I, Edmonton. That's a hard no. Colorado's at 16. Minnesota 17. So I mean, even then, like you're now you're going towards the middle of the league.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And I don't know, it's tough. Like then you have like Calgary's down there somewhere, and it's just, I don't know. There's,
3: I feel like the Rangers for him would be a maybe, just because he could reunite with Breadman and see if they can finally make some playoff magic happen. Since yeah. they couldn't do that in Chicago, but, but they're struggling this year.
4: So. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm saying. Like of all the teams that that A could make it work with the cap, B could make it work with like an actual trade of prospects, current guys, and picks. Mm-hmm. The only one, the only one that makes sense is the Devils. I don't see any other team that's going to be anywhere close to making it possibly work. If the Hawks, which I'm saying, I, I hope they don't trade them, but let's just say for the height, let's just say for the the sake of, you know, to have the discussion.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: It, only, it only makes sense for the devils. That's the only team. Unless, yeah. let's, unless let you two see another team that I'm missing out on. For I'm me, not
3: really, I'm, I, I mean, having, I, I've been kind of like watching sporadic games throughout the league, just to kind of get a feel for like, where could he work? Where would this mm-hmm. fit? And there, there's really the teams that he would fit into the system for and could potentially help. Either have an excessively large amount of no room for him when it comes to money,
5: mm-hmm.
3: or it's a place where, given that he has full control, he most likely would be like, No, mm-hmm.
4: yeah, or. They don't have anything worth going to get after for yeah. Patrick Kane. They've
3: got no pool. They've got, they, you know, they've already traded away a first or a second round draft pick in twenty twenty three. No like, prospects. Um, like, like for uh, for Tampa, just because we said they always make it
6: happen, and they're mm-hmm. currently third in the Atlantic, so it would make sense. Like, oh, we're gonna get Kane or he's gonna help. But like, we already have their first round pick.
3: Like yeah. the next two for the next two years, we already have them.
6: <laughs> they don't have a second this coming draft.
3: Nope. So, and they don't have a prospect pool, really.
4: I mean, no, because they, they basically trade almost the entire farm off to get guys to make their cup runs.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Like, I mean, all,
3: we could get Brent Seabrook back.
4: No, go get Brendan Hagel back. <laughs> go, go, go get, go get Bagel. Brent, no, we are not going to be <laughs> the
3: Stan Bowmans. We're
4: not doing. No, that. no, no. It's I, I, just yeah. I, 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 I just look, if you're going to
3: if you're going to bring I'm, Bagel back, you're going to want him to play.
6: The team Patrick.
4: with Patrick Kane on it. <laughs> so. I know. No, no, I'm just saying that. Like, I, I, miss, I just miss bagel. That's all. I, but, I mean, everything big. What was that face, but...
6: Courtney? I was just looking at their prospects that they have, and there's nothing exciting, but Syracuse is third in their division. Something's yeah. working.
5: It's, it's,
4: <laughs> it, it's the, the North. Are they at the North? Division? Yeah,
6: they're in the North Division.
4: The, the division alignments need to get changed in the league. Uh. It's it's okay in the AHL. There there could be some you know remaps, but the yeah, Pacific honestly,
3: has like twenty million teams. <laughs> Isn't the Pacific the reason why the AHL format is so screwed up? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah. I mean, even though the even though they had the cachella Firebirds, it still doesn't make it's no. But no, honestly, like I said, like of all the teams, that make sense. It's Jersey. I don't know.
6: Yeah, so. I just I don't know. I don't see them do it because they have so many. Well,
4: yeah, no, I don't see them doing it either. But it's like, yeah, yeah. I, but but I, it's
6: I, so I just before, don't know what would be realistic. Like even yeah. if we're saying Kaner is going to get traded, what would make sense?
4: I, there's really, there's really no nothing. There's no and, trade because sense. all the all the rosters are basically almost tapped out in terms of either mm-hmm. cap or drafts and uh, draft picks and yeah. prospects like, like the one that the...
6: makes the most sense is like taves to colorado because of yeah. all of their injuries and if you retain yeah. money and maybe go through a third team to retain more because they have some space <laughs> until uh max contract kicks in but like yeah, they that's... have
3: space till max contract kicks in but but Taves I mean, is up
6: this summer, so it doesn't matter. Yeah.
3: And Landeskog so, is hurt. I mean, they've got right. several key guys on on IR right now. They
6: so that's why like... that would make sense. But I don't... and then they'd have two they... tapes. Yes,
3: they would.
4: They're not. Re... Are they related? or No. 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 I, I thought a- a-
3: allegedly in in Winnipeg, Taves is like Smith.
4: Ah, well, there you go.
3: Yeah.
4: At least that's what I've heard. So, so just yeah, aside guess...
3: from not wanting Caner to
6: go anywhere, I. I don't know where it would make sense.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, obvi- I mean, obviously we're all, all three of us are like, no, he's not leaving. He's going to be a black Hawk, blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, just for the like, Oh, let's see what actually, what would actually make sense mm-hmm. if, if it did happen.
3: There's nowhere where it makes sense that they right. wouldn't either you know. have to a trade a person who is a significant part of their current roster, mm-hmm. thus negating getting a Patrick Kane
5: mm-hmm.
3: or B they don't have, The picks or the prospects to even compete to get a patrick kane right but we all know that
6: gms of the nhl are crazy they will see mm -hmm. oh a patrick kane is available we're gonna do this and then it's gonna somehow make their team worse just because chemistry and whatnot yeah Yeah, because they're they're, bad because he's not
3: but
4: they're they're basically they're gonna blow up the farm and give up so much and it's like oh yeah that didn't like i said well and
3: it, it, it again a, a Patrick Kane that's a trade you make now you make it right. at this point in the season he's not a deadline mm-hmm. trade he is a December January trade
5: mm-hmm. because
3: you need time he need, I mean look at how his season started with Domi and Anthony Ciu. Exactly. they needed time to develop their chemistry because they haven't played together for years and like, then you're
6: going to a completely different place where he's been in Chicago his entire career I can only imagine it would take longer so I mean yeah it didn't happen, but ideally it's an off-season thing, but they mm-hmm. didn't want to do that. And that's mm-hmm. totally fine and understandable. he but...
3: didn't want to do it.
6: Right, yeah. exactly. He yeah, didn't so... want to move. Him and Taves both said, we want to see how the start of the season goes,
3: blah, blah, blah. I, I, I... They they wanted to play for Luke Richardson because, let's be honest, I haven't played hockey mm-hmm. in a real long time, but I would strap on pads and be like, Luke Richardson, I'm coming to play for you. I want to play for Luke Richardson. Like The I, man I... took a puck to the head and was like, cool, I'm going to keep coaching. Like intermissions, fine. You can stitch my yep. head up. Then wait, you're making me go down. Damn it! Like <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, I like I still think Taze is going to get moved. It's just when, but I mm-hmm. I, I still think that's probably going to still probably going to happen because
3: every team needs a guy at at the dot who's going to win faceoffs, especially and for he's a playoff
6: run. That. And he's been having a great season, so yeah. like yeah. that I, makes more sense than adding a does. winger.
4: Yeah. yeah, so like can, can everybody needs a dot you. guy yeah mm-hmm. kira's gonna stay we're not worried about it that's just we just wanted to have some I fun i high- the thing.
3: <laughs> i've said this since the offseason when it happens because i feel like they're gonna f- again nhl gms are friggin magicians like the kyle's are gonna get together with oh, you know this that's guy and kyles. that guy are, and gonna, are they gonna start feuding again at the deadline yeah. <laughs> and it, it's gonna be like a 17 team trade yeah <laughs> And yeah, like some of
4: the, the coyotes, fourteen of the teams
3: are like retaining like half a million dollars of Caner salary <laughs> to make it work. But like never count NHL GMs out on doing some sort of crazy magic that involves a whole lot of moving parts. That we look at it and we're like,
4: or it's, like it's the, the meme
3: whole... with the guy doing the math, like in all yeah, the yeah. equations, like that's what it's going to look like if it happens. That w- that I would, will that cry. Would... I will be sad. But I have full faith that he will be back.
4: Because because isn't it like what wasn't Montreal the the team that had like some like clown ass like twenty paragraph? Oh like, my
6: god, it was so long. Was it the Monahan trade? Yeah, I, I think it was yeah, the Monahan trade because it's like it was
4: this and then this and then this and then this and this. I'm like I'm like I'm not reading a book to figure out what this trade is going to happen. I don't need to read a novel.
6: Like
4: I don't think any expert. I don't think even the experts knew how this worked out. They're like, wait, so we're I'm like, like okay.
6: Montreal has Sean Monahan.
4: Yeah.
3: In the end, Montreal got Sean Monaghan, and then a whole bunch of other shit happened, and Montreal has Sean Monaghan. It's a whole big, if not our problem, and we will figure it out when it all happens.
5: Yeah.
4: (laughs) As long as
3: it clears the office and he's not on somebody's like no movement clause or (laughs) no trade list or. Oh,
4: if Gary Gaddenoff. Oh. Who is also Uh, with
3: Montreal, surprisingly enough. Yeah. When that trade happened, I was like, did everyone check? His no trade clause to make sure that nope. it's okay. <laughs> that this <Nope. laughs> team is okay. Did we triple check it? Did you get four different people to look at it to make sure? Did you so ask, A him. Montreal, did you ask right? him? Did you, <laughs> did you, did you call him? And, hey, 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 Dado, Like, just want to make sure you're good with Montreal, right? Like, <laughs> hold on. Let me record this. You're good with Montreal? <laughs> okay, perfect. Like... At that well, point, like, that's what you got to do. Yeah. Oh,
5: Vegas. Oh, Vegas. Oh,
3: so, but we're at almost two and a half hours, guys. So...
4: I mean, that, that's pretty on-brand when it's the three of us. It is. At it least is. the three of us. That's an on-brand episode.
3: It, it tracks... I am hungry. Me too. <laughs> um, it is Same. well past dinner time. So... Before we break and eat the food and upload the episode so the people can listen to it tonight and also tomorrow, because... You're real dedicated if you start listening until, like, midnight. Like, mad props, we love you. Let us know on Twitter. Um, Courtney, where can the humans find you on the internet?
6: Well, uh, as if you're watching this, you could see at VF Center Ice Policy from Center Ice Twitter account. You can also go to fromcenterice.com. There's links to all of the places there. So that's probably the easiest, really. Um, my personal Twitter is at Courtney Dagger. Super
3: simple. That's where you can find us, Awesome. Zachary. Where can the humans find you on the internet?
4: I mean, if you do want to find me, I mean that's on you, not my. That's is what it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's at one true Zach. That's only true Zach. It's just spell it out. It's not like the number one. It's not like it's like the owners So you can just find me there. Uh, Instagram Zach R Martin twenty two. If you want to get more of a personal, like what I. I guess into like hockey D and D and a whole bunch of other different stuff just because, um, but yeah, Beth, where can people find you?
3: Well, first I'm going to tell people where they can find our podcast on the internet. Cause I definitely forgot that earlier today. Cause I was so excited. Cause Courtney was here. So <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at talk. World hockey pod. We are on YouTube. You can find us at let's talk. Well, hockey our, our at is actually let's talk. Well, hockey. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can shoot us an email at letstalkwoahockey at gmail.com. And as for me, if you're watching, my, my Twitter handle is right here on the screen. It is at wonderbeffers. Unlike Zach, it is like the word wonderful, not the number one. Um, oh,
4: I mean, like like I wonder what happened to the Oneiders?
3: Exactly. Our dad joke will live on forever and ever and ever. Can you
4: make me do it every time. I mean every time. It is
3: it is what it is. Give me <sighs> give me small joy in life, okay? Um so this has been the 33rd episode of Let's Talk about Hockey. Courtney Scott Darling. I was about to ask you to pick up in your head. It's it's the goalie. It's it's always it the goalie. It has to be Scott Darling. I mean, he's Chicago. I don't even know who else wears 33, but Scott Darling.
6: Uh, <laughs> Scott uh, Darling
4: because we because we have what Ramry for 30 yes. and then we had um had a
6: 31. Was
4: 31 no actually no we picked uh was it we had a bunch of goalies for 31 wasn't it yeah we, Did
6: we, we, he we wore basically 30, two in
3: chicago we basically picked all the goalies who wore 31 for the 31st episode cuz we couldn't pick one cuz it cuz it was
4: it so. was like cause it was like it was like Niemi mm. uh Eddie the, eagle, Eddie the eagle did wear thirty one for us season, so that's still technically counted. So,
5: if you don't
6: and have me could, back for episode fifty, I'm fighting both of you. Uh, uh, no. Obviously,
4: obviously, obviously. fifty's already in lock. Like, like how about rising
6: down to the south and physically fighting both? How of about people? this?
4: <laughs> <laughs> We're we've bringing got, you back for episode fifty. How about that? Just we've just got because.
3: nineteen more episodes till we get to forty nine. What if we Jonathan taves it out for season two? And then season three, episode one, is episode <laughs> 50, the Corey Crawford episode with the demigoddess of chaos. Fantastic.
4: We, we would have to do the entire episode just talking about Corey Crawford, nothing else. Uh, yeah. that's just talking about yeah. him. Yeah. Obviously. He should want to come. Between
3: my... the two of us, <laughs> like you could just put yourself on mute and her and I can just talk Corey Crawford all day. Like, Oh, cool. Yeah, we, yeah, do, yeah. we do sometimes. There are could days- you? where we just talk about Corey Crawford who is now living his best suburban dad life. And we love that so much for him, but we also miss him dearly. And also
4: his number baby retired at some point soon. And also
3: at the end, we always throw in like Blackhawks fans. This is what you get for not realizing you had an elite goaltender and just shitting on him for the entire time he played in the city.
4: And now they're all like, Oh
3: my God, Corey Crawford is the best. You didn't say that a few years ago, sir. Yeah. I uh, yeah, i remember day, we have we Hattford have the farm we, we,
4: remembers we have the receipts
3: <laughs> we we have the receipts right here you didn't yeah, love that, him before you don't get to love him now i don't it's know hysterical. how
4: I I, this is, it's still, that's the one thing that also never makes sense to me how cory crawford still got absolute shot on for no reason even though the fact he should want to consummate 2012? that's not on him no but it's
6: not but people never forgot
3: even though my also, also terrible in that
6: series,
3: but whatever. never forgave him for going to a concert and getting injured.
4: <sighs> oh no! Oh, even though he he's, he's a human 13, being and is 15. allowed to go
3: live his own life. How dare and you. like go do things and accidents happen?
4: At like, least he's
6: not like Ryan O'Reilly, drunk driving into a Tim Hortons. Like what the fuck?
4: <laughs> I, I forgot about that. Yeah, that that was the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, or, you'd yeah. like, or you be or you be like Austin Matthews and just. Making an ass absolute... show people your booty. Well, well I was gonna say, or making Claude an...
6: Giroux drunkenly grabbing the butt of a police officer.
4: Yeah. Well, I, well, I was gonna say for awesome, mean... he's making an ass out of himself, but yeah, that works too, I guess.
0: Show everybody your booty. Mm-hmm. Oh, and no one
3: talks about that. Nobody, keep the energy, keep the energy. <laughs> so This has been the 33rd episode, the Scott Scott Darling Darling episode.
4: (laughs) It has has to be Scott
3: Darling. I'm never going to be able to close this episode because every time I say 33, Courtney yells, (laughs) Scott Darling. Uh, This has been the 33rd episode. Scott Darling! (laughs) This is a show that never ends.
4: (laughs) With the demi-goddess.
3: Courtney, hold on. This has been the 33rd episode of Let's Talk Low Hockey, the Scott Darling episode. Thank you so much for watching season two, episode 13. We will catch you guys next week for a brand new episode. We look forward to seeing you next week.
4: Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.
2: Thank you for watching this Belly Up Media production. Some said we'd go belly up. So we made it our name. And we're still here.